Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 532 and Def Leppard with Max and Nagel on Rock 102. And we are in the middle of a heat wave. I haven't worn my shirt in two days. It's actually going to be sunny in 47 today, sunny in 43 tomorrow. Uh, It's a very uh, lovely 29 right now in downtown Springfield. No shirt, nothing but shorts, and uh, sandals. Yes, I'm wearing sandals. I like how we went from, you know, hell froze over to, to know, a we're, very- we're in Orlando in January right now. <laughs> to a very abrupt thaw. Yeah. Uh, Scott Cohen will be joining us today. There's loads of uh, sports to talk with him about. Oh, are you guys going to talk about your lunch that you had together? We had a delightful I time. I bet you did. Can't wait to figure uh, out who to invite along with us next time. Oh, gee, I can't imagine. I'm so sad. I didn't oh, get to go. food was terrific. Yeah. We had drinks. We had laughter. We had fun. Like People were coming in and out of there. I can enjoy the food from Phil Collins any day. And it doesn't have to include Scott Cohen or Mike Baxendale. I don't know what you're talking about. I think you missed out from the uh, yeah. the lunch of the year. So uh, we'll you get got to a that. little hair on the side of your mouth there. I don't know what you're talking about. So we have that and other stuff this morning, too. It's 534 on Rock 102. Rock 102 with Dave Mutt. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 552 and Nirvana with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Man, he really got into it at the end there, didn't he? <laughs> that's that's so true. Things took a definite turn towards the end of everything. Uh, well, no more freezing temperatures. As a matter of fact, it's going to feel like a heat wave today when sunny with a high of 47. Tomorrow, sunny and a high of 43. Looking at 28 right now in downtown Springfield. Hollywood Trash is brought to you by Aqua Pump, an expert in all water supply systems from the well to the pump and into the house. Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. Oh, did you watch the Grammys last night? No, I was watching other stuff, but I did, uh, I was excited to learn that uh, a friend of mine from college has now won her third Grammy. No, and she probably wasn't even on stage or anything like that. That's probably she was, one of those things that they do in the background, right? So there was like a like an afternoon ceremony. Yeah, the six hours before the actual ceremony starts. Right. She, uh, Cheryl yeah. Pavelski, who I went to college with, owns Omnivore Recordings. She won her third Grammy for the 20th anniversary super deluxe edition of Yankee yeah. Hotel Foxtrot from Wilco. Really cool record. Yeah. And now she's won her third Grammy. Real, real proud of her. Well, that that's awesome. Uh, I just I find it, you know, why don't they highlight some of these people who? Ha- I mean, I know there's so many different categories to get through, but because if they did, this ceremony would be 17 hours long. Well, Beyonce did it. She conquered LA traffic in time to accept a historic Grammy award. Coming into the Grammys last night, Beyonce had won 28 Grammys in her career, good enough for second on the all-time list. 
She had nine nominations this year, and she was poised to potentially take over the number one spot. Ah. Uh, Sir George Solti had the most with 31. He was a Hungarian-British conductor, and he passed away back in 1997. Oh, that guy was good. So his total is set. She needed four to pass him, and it happened. Beyonce won two awards early, which were not televised. Then, early in the broadcast, her song Cuff It won Best R&B Song to enter a tie for first place. But she wasn't anywhere to be found. Host Trevor Noah announced that she was coming, but she was currently stuck in traffic. Yeah, that's a likely excuse. Uh, he said the, uh, you know what it is? She's been to so many of them. She's probably like, okay, fine. I got those two. I need to be there for the other one. <laughs> the other two. Listen, it's that's in the afternoon. Yeah, but you got one place to be all day long, and, and then you're the, still late. And then Trevor Noah said, uh, the upside of hosting the Grammys in L.A. is that everyone can be here. The downside of hosting the Grammys is in L.A. is the traffic. Ha, 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 Trevor. You're so funny. You should get a TV show. Oh, wait, that's right. Yeah. Later in the show, Beyonce won uh, Best Dance Electronic Album for Renaissance, beating uh, Salty's record. She was then, she was, she was there then. And she was clearly thrilled when she went up to accept the award. She said, I'm not trying to be too emotional. I'm just trying to receive this night. Then why didn't she get here on time? Yeah, no kidding. She got a standing ovation from the audience, including her mm. husband, Jay-Z, uh, who she also thanked in her speech. She also thanked her fans for protecting her, as well as the queer community, for their love and for inventing mm. the dance electronic, electronic genre. Did she mention uh, either one of us by name? No, no. She didn't no. mention Bax or well. Nagel. So much for that. Uh, but Beyonce could not nab the biggest award. Harry Styles won Album of the Year for Harry's House. He gave a fairly subdued speech where he said, It's important for us to remember that there's no such thing as the best in music. Who is that? That's Harry Styles. Oh, it's very convincing. Even though I am, in fact, the best. All right, I guess. Uh, there was a very, uh, you want some other notable moment, moments from yes, the Grammys? Or do you want to hear about other stuff? Yeah. Uh, there was a very uh, long in memoriam tribute, uh, but that was, but it was pretty well done. It featured several mini performances, including Quavo from Migos doing "Without You" to pay tribute to Takeoff, who was shot and killed in November. Good <laughs> you remember that one? No, I don't. Don't really remember that one. Also, uh, Cheryl Crow teamed up with Mick Fleetwood and Bonnie Raitt to honor uh, Christine McVie of Fleetwood Mac, who also died in November. Fans always freak out over those who were left out of the tributes, and this year the biggest omission might have been Aaron Carter. Although you could argue he wasn't really in the Grammy ecosystem. He was more kind of doing his own things at the end of the block. <laughs> he would have used his Grammy to crush a pill and snort him. Some viewers thought the Grammys omitted Taylor Hawkins from the Foo Fighters, but he actually made the Grammys tribute last year. As promised, the Grammys paid tribute. We can't keep having the same dead people over and over again. It's like somebody winning the same award four or five different times in a night. <laughs> Who wants to see that? We've already acknowledged his death. As promised, the Grammys paid tribute to the 50th anniversary of hip-hop, and it was actually pretty good. It was a part celebration, part mashup, part party. At the end, LL Cool J shouted, Multi-generational! Who is that? That's LL Cool J. Oh, very After convinced. performances by dozens of artists, including Run DMC, uh, Salt and Peppa, DJ Jazzy Jeff, Queen Latifah, Glorilla, and Ice T. Mm. Uh, some viewers were surprised when Bonnie Raitt won Song of the Year for Just Like That, and even she was shocked. 
And if anyone else at the Grammys was surprised, they rolled with it. But that isn't always the case. The sore loser of the year goes to Chris Brown. Didn't happen during the broadcast, but he lost to Robert Glasper in the best R&B album category. Oh, I can see why he'd be steamed. And he responded by going on social media rant asking, Who the F is Richard Glasper? It's hard to argue with that. Chris also <clears throat> uh, said, uh, I'm keeping kicking, y'all, respectfully. Chris is far from the most self-aware celebrity you'll ever meet. Mm-hmm. Why does he sound like The Rock? I don't, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know what his... Uh... What his deal is. Uh, there were a lot of good speeches like Beyonce, Lizzo, Adele, Samara Joy, even Sam Smith giving his moment to Kim Petras. But the weirdest speech of the night was probably Madonna's. It was all over the place, and she didn't even look like Madonna. Something's going on with her mentally, Yeah, I think. Did you see what she looked like? Yeah. I, She's got uh, She had this weird like George Washington-style hairdo. And this, like, pilgrim outfit she was wearing. Something's got... I, I, something. Mm. Something. Uh, f- oh, for more of what the internet loved, like Bored Ben Affleck, you can find some viral reactions uh, on YouTube. If you just Google viral reactions of the Grammys from mm. 2023. How about that? How about that? Well, yeah, I guess <sighs> we're at the end of that. Took up a whole Grammy section here. Kim Kardashian got a million dollars to speak at a hedge fund conference in Miami. No kidding. Mm-hmm. She must have had something to say. Oh, my God. The last time I made this much money speaking was when I whipped up some weasel sneeze speaking into the purple-headed microphone in that sex tape you can purchase on Uport for $39.95. Purple-headed? Mm-hmm. Arts are just dirty. Never had one? No. No, I have Oh, there's not. there's stuff on that one, too. I'm on the sure. Screen. And uh, Caitlin? I never got that done and dirty with your mother, Chris Kim, uh, but I once uh, thrusted her chocolate starfish so vigorous, I found my man marbles joining my brie baton deep in the brown eye. <laughs> There's a whole lot to that. There's one. a lot to unpack in that one. I started sweating like Dick Clark on a New Year's Eve countdown. <laughs> what are you trying to say? Uh, that hammering made, me, made her spout her spaff all over the veiny quim prod. I'm going to have to There's write that British, one down. There's some British references in there. You yeah. have to go look it up yourself. I'll go do that. This is a big sloppy mess, just like <laughs> it is every morning. And that's your Hollywood trash on Rock 100. Oh, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, Winter Storm Headquarters, before and after the storm. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? As most of you know, next Sunday is Super Bowl 57 between Philadelphia and the Kansas City Chiefs. And while I can sit here all day and break down the various matchups and what have you, I think my time would be better spent focusing on other things. For example, did you realize that the Philadelphia Eagles are one-point betting favorites according to the latest data? I swear to God it's true. Will that information have any bearing on how I manage my Super Bowl wagering? No, it will not. How come? Because betting in the Super Bowl will have a direct financial impact on both the quality and quantity of my Super Bowl snacks. And Baxi doesn't screw around when it comes to Super Bowl snacks. It's also the very reason why I'm not physically going to the Super Bowl. The cost of doing so is completely prohibitive. For example, you may recall exactly a week ago I told you that the cheapest seats of the Super Bowl were being sold for just under $5,400 per ticket. Well, that same ticket will now cost you approximately $6,000 today based upon the demand and all the various price gouging fees and service charges that it'll cost to buy one. And again, those are the cheap seats in the back row, the ones furthest away from the game being played on the field. 
And if that ticket remains in place, it will make Sunday's game the third most expensive ticket for crappy-ass seats of the Super Bowl history, behind the 2020 Super Bowl between the Chiefs and 49ers and the 2015 Super Bowl between the Patriots and Seattle. Now, if I purchase two tickets to the Super Bowl this weekend, that would leave me no money left for betting, nor would it leave me with enough money for snacks. And so, the financially responsible thing to do would be to stay home, prepare my snacks, and keep my money from bursting out of my pockets like it's on fire. That way, I can come in here next Monday and not feel the same shame and destitution that some other people will most certainly feel. Who am I picking to win? I'm choosing myself, as my bank account maintains a healthy balance. But hey, enough of my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Pliers, needle nose pliers, only seven bucks. It's a seven buck tool sale at Rocky's. Stanley, Craftsman, Irwin, seven bucks. Like a Stanley 25 foot tape measure or a Craftsman tool bag. Real deals, a seven buck tool sale going on now at your neighborhood Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back, so that's my view from the couch. Rock. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 613 and Tom Petty with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's uh, going to be like spring out there. That groundhog doesn't even know what he was talking about. It's going to be sunny with a high of 47 today. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 43. It's 28 right now in downtown Springfield. How beautiful did the weather get Well, <laughs> yesterday when it's 47 degrees outside? So uh, Friday afternoon, I'm, uh, I'm at home and... Uh, I decided, uh, you know what, I'm going to go get in that hot tub and see what the, all the rage is about. Yeah. And I did. And? And you could really only stay out there for about eight or nine minutes, and then it was time to come in, because it wasn't that the water was nice and hot. It was like 103 degrees or whatever. It was the outside air temperature that was blowing wind, and I was like, okay, this, this isn't going to work. But it, if there was no wind outside, it would have been fine. I think at that time it was like negative, negative two, and then with the wind chill it was probably like twenty six or something yeah. like that. Those are real world problems that everyone can relate to. Do you or do you not get out of your hot well, tub when it, it's sub zero degree temperatures and out? And then I saw like little icicles forming around the outside of the tub, and I'm like, maybe it's time I should go inside. <laughs> maybe maybe I should. Uh, but uh, and then and then the deck, my deck was like popping. It, oh it, yeah, you know, right? Because it, uh, it's got like it's got must have like beam steel beams or something underneath it too. I don't know. Could it, be. Yeah. Could and, be reinforced or something. And you can hear it. You can hear it go boom. Not like a tink, but like a. It was, it's almost <laughs> like a. I don't know. Like somebody's hitting it with a hammer, but like yeah. once. Yeah, I've I've seen that. And then I see the dog. You know, the dog's got to go outside and do his business. This dog is pretty smart. Yeah. He uh, he's like, uh, let me find the quickest pathway down to that little <laughs> spot there lift my leg and i'm coming right back in my uh i told you you know we don't we don't let our dog just out in the backyard we you know poke him up to a lead so yeah. you know he doesn't get too far out of the uh off the property but um <laughs> it's saturday morning at like five mm-hmm. so you know i mean it, you're t- i mean and the temperature is like 14 below yeah and the actual I, air temperature is 14 below. The, the yes. wind chill is like 34 or 36. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it warmed up. I mean, by the, but within a half hour, it was already, you know, up to 10 below. Anyway, uh, I open the door. I get the, uh, the lead on his, uh, on his collar. And literally, he just l- turns around and looks at me for like two seconds. 
and then looks back outside and looks at me again as if to say, mm. you're kidding me, yeah. right? You you want me to do whatever I need to do in this? Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're not dumb animals. No, they're not dumb. I mean, he had to go so it, 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 sufficiently enough that he had no other choice. It's either that or you know, go inside the house, and that will not. But he didn't. That go will very, not stand. He didn't go very far. He didn't go very far, and then he was already you know at the door, mm-hmm. you know, begging to come back in. But I was like, man, I, I mean, you know, knowing that they tell you how quickly frostbite mm-hmm. can hit you, I can't blame him, and I, I wouldn't want to be relieving myself outside no good god no and friday friday obviously was the coldest it was actually warming up by the time uh the bourbon barbecue and blues event was happening <laughs> it was it was all the way up to like 12 yeah i almost had, i yeah. almost had to consider whether i should wear a heavy coat or not yeah and it was weird because you we, we just went from this one extreme to almost another yesterday was like 44 degrees outside it was nice out beautiful it, it was like what happened we went from uh shivering shivering timbers to wearing sweats and or sweatshirts and and shorts yeah you know you know it's a we i mean there have been moments when you and i have complained about uh, local news coverage mm-hmm. so friday into saturday i heard a lot of people not just you know people I know, but but you know people online complaining of that, you know their pipes had burst or they had frozen, and you could see plumbing trucks all mm-hmm. over the place, do, going from one house to to another. Yeah. Great weekend if you're a plumber. Terrible weekend if you're if your pipes are bursting. But the thing that uh, I, I just kind of like scratched my head about, like you know later on Saturday <laughs> in the day. The news, yeah, the news is uh, is doing stories like what to do if your pipes have frozen. Well, this or how to prevent your pipes from freezing. Well, this would have been good information to tell me on Thursday or Friday to prepare myself. Yeah, it's not so good after the pipes have frozen. Yeah, you know what? And, be- I've, and I've spent five hundred dollars on a service call for a plumber to come fix it. They probably already did this story, and they're just repeating it on Saturday. They did it on. They did it. Uh, well, we did. T- we told you about this the last time it was getting cold. I mean, this is like as pointless as telling everybody, yeah. you know, what kind of forms they'll need to fill out their taxes this year. Most people already know that because they filled out their taxes in previous years. Mm-hmm. But it's like, okay, these are all good points, all good advice, but it's a little bit too late if you just spent, you know, 500 hours or $2,000 to have the pipes fixed. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, it's unfortunate for those people who have the uh, the burst pipes. I uh, am lucky enough that that didn't happen. It didn't, ha- didn't happen to us, but I know plenty of people that it did. Not burst, but froze. And that's yeah, you know, that's a there's things you can do, but I mean, it's what a pain in the ass that is. And well, it, you, take a, it, you take a hair dryer. There's like 22 news said you take a hair dryer to the pipe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you just. You pump up the heat. Mm-hmm. Uh, you disconnect all the hoses on the outside, which you should have done already. Uh, you know, open up the cupboards and everything else. Let the faucets drip. Yeah, it's a lot of these older homes that don't have insulation. That's yes. usually what uh, what kind of does the pipes in, in yeah. the winter time like that. I'm uh, knock on wood, didn't have that problem. But my God, what a mess that is when it when it happens. Oh, when the water comes out. Yes. Well, I mean, uh, you got to call an expert. And who do you call? You call Aqua Pump. 
Aquapump are the experts in all water supply systems. Yeah, from the well to the pump and into the house. house. You're yeah, absolutely yeah. right about yeah. that. I, uh, I all day though, as, it, as it's you know, I'm, I'm watching, I'm, I'm looking at the temperature on my on my phone, on my mm-hmm. on my watch, and all uh, all day long, and all day long, I kept thinking, oh my god, I can't believe I got to go out to the Delaney house in freezing cold temperature. But thankfully, by the time that ha- by by the time well, Burn Barbecue and Blue started, yeah, you know, you were up to like you know 17 <clears throat> degrees. It seemed like a, like a real break in the in the cold. Here's the thing. Yes, it was cold, but. I really don't have anything to complain about. I was warm the entire time. I don't have to work outside. I'm not. Uh, I don't have that uh, unfortunate aspect of a career where you have to go outside and like work, right? You, you know, at a farm or you're working in the construction or whatever. any kind of outdoor activity. I don't have to do any of that. The only thing I have to do is sit there and complain. Hey, it's pretty damn cold outside. <laughs> That's all I got to do. It really doesn't make any. I was uh, I was sweating. I did that whole Peloton thing over the weekend. You did really? Why not? Yeah. You got nothing better to do. You can't go outside. Might as well stay in and make the most of it. Yeah, but I think uh, you know if you're living in New England and you're you know sitting in the cold and you're watching your pipes burst, you got plenty of reasons to complain. You'll yeah. find reasons to complain. Yeah, because you live in New England. Because you live in New England. Even Bob Marley, the comedian, was complaining how cold it was. And he's from Maine. He was outside, and he's like. I think that's Cousin Willie on the snowmobile over there. And there was a guy riding by on a snowmobile in negative 36-degree weather. It was it was great. I just don't understand. I don't understand anybody that goes outside and you know, jogs. In, yeah, in, for in recreational this- purposes. I mean, I mean yeah. work is one thing, but a recreational purpose. Yeah, hey, you know what? This is a great time of year to go out and, you know, take a walk. Take a brisk yeah. walk. Oh, it's 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 it's, it's twelve o'clock. It's my walk yeah. time. You stay inside. No. It's all indoor activity. There's there's a reason why they tell you yeah. no more than eight minutes of exposure in that kind of weather, because it could kill you. But we survived. Yes, we did. It's six twenty-two with Bax and Nagel and Rock one hundred and two. Ladies and gentlemen, it's official. Classic rock. It's six twenty-seven and the Rolling Stones. With Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. Sunny and uh, 47 today. Sunny and 43 tomorrow. 28 right now in downtown Springfield. Speaking of uh, the the cold, did you see the uh, the video on Mount Washington in New Hampshire? Uh, why? What's up? What's up <laughs> on Mount Washington? The observatory yeah. up there uh, recorded the coldest wind chill ever. Yeah. Uh, at a minus 110 degrees below zero. Yeah. They're like eight, I, I, the winds were whipping around the observatory up there. I don't know if you've ever been up there, but the observatory—it's very cool. But yeah, <laughs> the video of this looked like this is what you'd expect at like uh, at the Arctic Circle, yeah. not what you would expect even in New Hampshire. Stupidly cold. Well, stupid. You know what? We don't live there. No, but we're close enough where uh, it's not that far. I mean, it's really not that far away from. Yeah, but 110 about, degrees Fahrenheit below zero. But it's about elevation, too. We don't have mountains that high around here. Oh, we? I'm sure there are people on Mount Greylock or Mount Skinner that were... Uh, well, what's higher, Mount Washington or Mount Greylock? All right, well, Washington's a little bit higher than oh, Greylock, but I'm just saying. we get a better wind chill up there. I'm just saying. Do you want to laugh or yes. what? All right, let's do that. Huh? It's Bax and Nagel's joke of the day. Tell me. Tell me what's fun. On Rock 102. Laugh it up, fuzzball. Springfield's Classic Rock. 
All right, so there's a guy named Bob, right? Bob. Bob is excited about his new rifle, and he decides to go try bear hunting, right? Okay. So he travels up to Alaska. He spots a small brown bear, and he shoots it. And soon after, there was a tap on his shoulder, and he turns around, and he sees this big black bear. And the black bear says, you know, that was a very bad mistake. That bear was my cousin. Now, I'm going to give you two choices. Either I maw you to death, or I have my way with you. <laughs> so, you know, Bob considers that briefly, and right. uh, he says, well, I'm going to accept the latter alternative, so the black bear had his way with Bob, right? Oh, okay. And now, even though he's sore for a couple of weeks, Bob soon recovers and vows revenge. He headed out to another trip to Alaska where he found the black bear and shot it dead. And right after, there's another tap on his shoulder. This time, it's a huge grizzly bear standing right next to him, right? Okay. And he's like, you know, that was a big mistake, Bob. That bear was my cousin, and now you've got two choices. Either I maw you to death, or I have, have my, my way, way with you, you, right? Yeah. So, okay, yeah, Bob thinks, well, it's better to cooperate with the grizzly bear than to be mauled to death, so the grizzly bear has his way with Bob. Now he survives, right? <laughs> yes. It takes several months before Bob can fully recover. Right. right. He's completely outraged now, so now he heads back to Alaska. He manages to track down the grizzly bear, and he shoots it. He felt sweet revenge. But then moments later, there was a tap on his shoulder. He turns around, and he finds a giant polar bear standing there. No kidding. And the polar bear looks at him and goes, Come on, Bob. You don't really come up here just for the hunting, do you? (laughs) (laughs) Ah, you see? He's going for some bear <laughs> yeah, way, having a way with a bear. right. Yeah, yeah. Bax and Nagel in the morning on Rock 102, Springfield's classic rock. At 634, we're Bax and Nagel in Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Noonan Energy, reliable service for heating, cooling, electrical, and plumbing at Noonan.com. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Thanks, Bax. According to a statement from the 104th Fighter Wing Public Affairs Specialist Randy Burlingame, the U.S. used F-15s from Barnes Air National Guard Base in Westfield to assist in shooting of the Chinese spy balloon on Saturday. We're very proud to have uh, taken part today, said Colonel David Moon Halasai Kun, 104th uh, Fighter... I think they just call him Moon. Uh, 104th uh, Fighter Wing Commander as part of our... 24-7, 365 mission to protect the United States from aerial threats. We launched two F-15C Eagles in support of the successful downing of the People's Republic of China surveillance balloon. At the the direction of uh, President Biden, the United States has shot down a suspected Chinese spy balloon off the Carolina coast. Uh, Pentagon officials said an F-22 fighter jet fired a missile at the balloon, puncturing it while it was off the coast near Myrtle Beach. You know, uh, not for nothing... Uh, if you're sending aircraft from a foreign country mm-hmm. or anything else that invades our airspace, yeah, it's pretty much fair game to blow that sucker right out of the sky. Yeah. I mean, not to be like a like haw- hawkish warmonger, but I don't know if uh, China really plays the plays by the rules that way. Well, I, I can't imagine um, you would even need a spy balloon. If you have satellites circling the Earth all the time, collecting information that you are probably getting anyway, that's probably true. Yeah, that that is, uh, I'll I'll agree with that. But uh, you know, if we were uh, send uh, some just like our everyday balloons over to China, guess what they'd do? What they'd blast that sucker right out of the sky without even batting an eye. I guess because you're not supposed to be flying over airspace without permission. (sighs) 
The uh, balloon crossed over uh, sensitive military sites in North America before it was shot down. China is insisting that the suspected spy balloon shot down off the East Coast was a civilian aircraft and that the flyover was an accident and uh, threatens further action in response. Listen, <clears throat> what the Chinese government needs to realize, it's, it's okay when we do it, you know, it, it, but it's not all right if they're going to do it. We draw the line at that kind of thing. Do as I say, not as I do. Listen, we're the United States. we got a lot of information to figure out. You don't, over any other country, get out of our airspace. <sighs> the weather balloon. It's a weather balloon. Yeah. That's Apparently, they've been they've been doing this for a while, and uh, we haven't really done very much about it. So this is the first time we shot down a balloon? I think so, yeah. Yeah. You know, we, I'd we like to send... chime in on uh, this stuff, but I have no idea how what it's like to be in the military or have yeah. any kind of, uh, you know, strategies. You know, the Springfield uh, you know, parade of balloons had to be canceled because of... Uh, of the helium shortage. Mm -hmm. Here's the Chinese not caring about the helium shortage. You know, if I got to yeah, go I to, I don't think that's really on their mind when if, they're sending those things across the across the ocean. If I got to go to the party store and I want a bunch of balloons, I got to have air put in them. I can't even, you know, afford the helium. Mm -hmm. Well, they're getting all their helium, little bastards. Well, they have helium. <laughs> I'll tell you what, they're hoarding it all for themselves. Why do y'all think they talk like this over there in China? I, but do they? Yeah, they do. I don't even know if they, they do. They go, hey, we're sending over a big balloon. <laughs> That's what they say. <laughs> they're, they're huffing helium. Yeah, they're yeah, huffing helium no, all yeah. day long. They don't care. They, no, it's I, like they're just rampant helium abusers. Well, it makes people laugh, you yeah. got to admit. And you know, the United States will suffer dire consequences <laughs> if you shoot down another one of these. <laughs> <sighs> Blowed it right out of yeah. the sky. Anyway, the uh, Westfield Fire Department was sent to Nine Bush Street in Westfield for a more for a fire, a Saturday morning building fire. That's what I meant to say. According to the Westfield Fire Chief, at eleven fifteen a.m., a second alarm went off at Nine Bush Street. The fire started in the basement, went into the walls, and then up to the top floor of a four-story building. Twelve to fourteen people were without a home. Due to the damage of that fire, the Red Cross was uh, backed up by a few hours, but uh, did help them eventually when they were available. You imagine being out there Saturday morning; it's negative thirty-six degrees outside. Mm -hmm. Not only are you the firefighter that has to go and uh, rescue these folks, but the folks that have to be put outside with you know you don't have. There's only so many blankets they got on that fire truck. When, when the house is on fire, you don't always have time to put on your warm clothes and grab a coat. No. You just go out there and you say, I got to get away from the fire. Yeah. Let me, hold on a second. Let me grab my bathrobe and my parka. Which is odd because you're getting away from a heat source. True. Mm-hmm. Uh, the extreme cold is one of the many challenges facing fire crews on frigid days like this. Uh, Westfield Fire Chief Patrick Egloff said, first, it's uh, brutally cold out there, and even on a fire scene, we have water that's going to freeze on the ground, so you have a slipping and sliding hazard. And then the cold temperatures. Luckily, we were able to get the Department of Fire Services rehab unit out here to keep the men and women of the Westfield Fire Department warm and dry and give us some coffee to stay warm. 
22 News, will provide updates as more information becomes available. Now, that was two days ago at 7.22 uh, p.m. I don't think we're getting any more information. Probably not. Why did they say that? I don't know. It makes, makes you think that they're still working for you. Uh, one person was flown in a helicopter to a hospital after a car accident on Sturbridge Road in Holland on Sunday, according to the Holland police. At approximately 11.17 a.m., an 18-year-old was flown by life flight helicopter to Worcester Hospital after a single motor vehicle accident in the area of 90 Sturbridge Road in Holland. The driver was thrown from the vehicle and was conscious when the police, ar- when police arrived at the incident. The 18-year-old was uh, last known to be in stable condition at the hospital. No other vehicles were involved in the accident. There were no other injuries reported. The driver was the only person in the vehicle at the time of the crash. Yeah, life flight. You know how much that thing costs? A lot. It's like $100,000 just for a 10-minute flight to from Holland to Worcester. Does that seem ridiculous to you? What's a normal helicopter ride cost? Well, they're very expensive to run. I mean, the ones we used down at uh, Northeast Helicopters down in Ellington. Yeah. They were like the small, like, they're not like medic helicopters. And they cost about $500 an hour to run. So they are costly to run because you have to pay an experienced pilot. You probably have more qualifications being a life star pilot than you do just being a regular no, I get, oh, yeah. I, I get it that, that it's expensive, like, but $100,000 just seems to be an outrageous amount of money for a helicopter trip. Oh, really? Don't you think that sounds like a lot of money? I think it sounds like a lot of money, but uh, think about the who, run, who runs these things? Ticketmaster? Think, think of the views that you'll see up in the helicopter. Uh, if I'm sick or injured, I don't really care about the view. Well, you know, you're riding in that, like, sidecar thing on the side of the helicopter in your it's little not, tube, and you look down, and you're like, oh, is that the Worcester Palladium? <laughs> Steve, it's, it's, it's not an episode of M.A.S.H. <laughs> They don't have that thing on the side of the helicopter? I, I don't think they do. I think they do. Do they? I don't even know. What does a life flight helicopter look if like? If I'm going to pay 100 if I'm ultimately going to be the one paying $100,000 to have, my, have myself medevaced to a hospital, I at least want to be sitting inside and comfortable. I guess you're right. It is on the inside. It's, it's not like the mesh. I don't know. That's where I got. See, this is why I have no business talking about spy balloons or or anything military <laughs> because all of my knowledge is based off a TV show from the seventies that was based in the fifties. Yeah. Well, I think for for both of us, you, for our military uh, career begins and ends with Boy Scouts. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, it. Yeah, uh, Scouts honor. Uh, be prepared. Be prepared. Yeah. That was the, the what was what did what did the scoutmaster say when the horn was repaired? I don't know. What did the scoutmaster say when the horn was repaired? Beep repaired. Get it? It's like be re- yeah. be prepared, yeah, but uh, the beep repaired. That's that's almost as good as being violated by a bear in Alaska. <laughs> I like that joke. It's a classic. That was a very good one. I I I, I like pulling up uh, like ones from the old joke box. That's a good you know? one. Yeah. That was a good one. Uh, an injured man was in a sh- uh, a man was injured in a shooting on Elliott Street Sunday afternoon in Springfield, according to Ryan Walsh. At approximately 3:20 p.m., officers were called to a shot spotter activation on the 100 block of Elliott Street. Police found an adult man with a gunshot wound, and he was sent to Bay State Medical Center with serious injuries. The Springfield Police Department uh, Detective Bureau is investigating the incident. 
Uh, let's see. A missing person. The Springfield Police uh, Youth Aid Bureau is seeking the public's help in locating a missing 16-year-old, according to the department. 16-year-old Genesis Lopez ran away from the hospital on February 2nd, and she might be in need of medical care. It is asked that if you know her whereabouts, you're asked to call the Youth Aid Bureau mm. at 787-6360 or their non-emergency line at 787-6300. Uh, a traffic stop on a highway in Utah has led police to discover a missing Massachusetts girl. The driver of that vehicle is facing human trafficking and child endangerment charges. On Wednesday, Utah Highway Patrol said they observed a vehicle speeding and changing lanes without using a signal on I-15 southbound in Washington County, Utah. When police conducted a traffic stop, officers could smell marijuana inside the vehicle. Officers identified the driver as 35-year-old Tevin Jarl Cullors Tillman. Okay. And an unknown passenger was also inside the vehicle. Officers searched the vehicle and found an open container of alcohol and marijuana. They also learned that the juvenile passenger in the vehicle gave a false name and birth date and discovered that she was a missing girl from Massachusetts. Carlos Tillman was interviewed by police and allegedly told them he was taking the juvenile girl online, or he was talking to the girl juvenile girl online, and he brought her a bus ticket from Massachusetts to Denver. He then took a rental car to Denver and picked her up. According to the affidavit, the juvenile was completely dependent on and feared Colors Tillman uh, would hurt her or her family. The juvenile believed she was being taken to Las Vegas, but learned later they were heading to California. How old was the kid? <sighs> Did it say? It doesn't, does not say an age. Not, not, I mean, not that it really matters. I mean, well, it's, it's still terrible, but they made it all the way out to Utah. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you got somebody, I mean, it, it, to be a victim in a situation like that, it's hard to, you know, have somebody else tell you, uh, you didn't try to escape before then, you know, things like that. Yeah, no, that totally, that totally underestimates the, uh, the, 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 the power of the manipulation involved. Yeah. When you have somebody uh, threatening you and telling you, uh, and you obviously don't have a phone or any way to get in communication with anybody, yeah. hey, I'm going to kill your family. Okay, I'm going to listen to you. Like, that's the way it goes. Yeah, awful. Uh, well, I'm glad we ended on a... On a well, it was a happy story. She got rescued. Yeah. So, well, see, yeah. there you go. That's silver lining. Good for you. Accentuate the positive. Benji. There you go, Steve. <laughs> Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today. Sunny and a high of 47. Tomorrow, sunny and a high of 43. It's 28 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh yeah. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 653. At Elton John with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's going to be uh, sunny and 47 today, sunny and 43 tomorrow, 28 right now in downtown Springfield. Rock 102 and Dave Minor Exterior Home Improvements want to hook you up for the big game. You can score a $100 gift certificate to the Hangar Pub and Grill, a $100 gift certificate to Bertelli's Liquors, and a solo stove ranger courtesy of Bud Light, the official beer of the NFL. Go to rock102.com and sign up for your chance to win today. We'll choose a winner on February 10th, which is right around the corner. The Big Game Hookup brought to you by Dave Miner Exterior Home Improvements and Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. I wish I could find the video, but I I, I, um, I don't know where I had it in my email, but it was, a, <clears throat> it was a guy at a convention, like a technology convention. Right. I think it might have even been that CES thing uh, that happened back in the beginning of January. But it was, uh, they were showing uh, this woman who was running this display for AI, artificial intelligence. Yeah. And it was creepy. It was so creepy because it was- How creepy was it? It was so creepy um, 
this the, the the woman doing the demonstration, she types she types something like, "Hey, how's it going today?" right? And this computer generated person person on the screen, right, speaks it like it's no big deal. Like and you can't even tell that it's a computer that that's speaking that way. And I'm like, this is going to be really really dangerous when it gets into the wrong hands of people. Well, isn't that true of every technology throughout history? Something develops and we say, well, this, you know, the wrong hands could be uh, yeah. very dangerous. Television, right. radio, home computers, cell phones. Everybody thought these things were going to be really bad for us. And look yeah. at us. We're as better off well, today as I we've mean, ever been. Look at radio when uh, when H.G. Wells with the uh, the whole War of the Worlds thing. Yeah. That scared the bejesus out of a bunch of people because they weren't, you know, used to that. You know, do you I'm talking a, about somebody taking something like this and making it sound official, like it's coming from somebody who, uh, you know, it wouldn't take an awful lot for somebody to make it seem like you're dealing with real people, right? For this, whatever, like in a Zoom call, yeah, or a FaceTime conversation. Well, I mean, this goes along with, uh, you know, anything we hear from Steve Weissman about people faking to be somebody else. There was another article that I read where, uh, and I think we talked about this with, with Steve, about like foreign call centers using voice technology to make them sound more American mm-hmm. so they could trick you into believing that, you know, Oh well, this isn't just some foreigner uh, scam phone call. This sounds like, this sounds like Ravi from Texas. <laughs> What's well, like? You know, we were talking a few months ago about uh, like deep fake software. Yeah, that's you, scary. You gotta believe someone is gonna use that for bad, bad stuff. Yeah, how do you how do you don't know that it hasn't been used already? It probably has. Yeah. It probably has. And you when you think about. All right, well, you know, that's kind of cool, but there's always a bad side to everything that's good. Yeah. Yeah, nothing is 100% good. Deep fake technology, AI, it's not all that great. Yeah, it's it's really not, and it's kind of scary to think that, you know, somebody could, you could fake somebody's voice. You know, those voice recognition things. Like, yes. like oh, I can only get into my security, into my uh, my banking system is a voice recognizable thing. Well, somebody, <laughs> all they need to do is just record your voice. Yeah. Even like you know, for the purposes of, uh, you know, of, of blackmail or, you know, you know, fake kidnappings or, you know, whatever yeah. it could be. It's like, you know, there's like no end to how... But not that we're trying to hold on a second, not that we're trying to plant ideas on anyone's heads here, but you can see how yeah. potentially dangerous and irresponsible this whole thing could be. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, look how dangerous it, it was just with uh, burner cell phones. Like burner yeah. cell phones can cause lots of problems. If you wanted to really, like, really cause a problem, you like tell somebody, hey, uh, I got, I got a hostage. I'm, uh, I'm taking somebody hostage. Yeah. And then you hang up the phone after dialing 911, you throw the phone away. Now these, you know, cops are scrambling to an address that you gave them. It made me stop yeah. selling them in the back of my car in bad neighborhoods. You know what I have always really, you know what I really, 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 really want? No, tell me what you want, what you really, really want. I want a zig-a-zig, uh, but I also want, um, I've been saying this for years. I want one of these things, but they're completely illegal. It's a cell phone jammer. 
where you jam the <laughs> signal where you can make a call drop. Yeah. How would you? Wouldn't that be so great to just be driving down the road and just zapping the guy's call right out of his hand, the one who's on the cell phone? Well, I don't. You know, I I guess that would be kind of fun to do. Yeah. But you know, it's not like you get a whole lot out of it. Yeah, and you don't. You're not even sticking around long enough to see the ramifications of the drop call. You don't have to see the ramifications to just imagine the ramifications. <laughs> so even if you're just creating the I, ramifications I just, in your mind, I just ruined that guy's day right there. <laughs> hey, you, I was driving by an yeah. accident the other day, right? Yeah. And uh, I jammed well, all the phones, see, so so emergency workers couldn't help. See. Uh, Listen, this is the evilness. That's the evil part I'm talking about. Somebody who has an evil idea, they want to use that technology for bad things. I yeah. don't want to use it for bad things. I just want to use it for annoying people on their <laughs> cell phone. Like, I'm not going to cut off your 911 call while you're calling in to report an accident out on the side of the road. But you, but you will, yeah. but you will interrupt your yeah. your pizza order. Yeah. At, at will. I really want one of these things, but like the penalty for using one is like 20 years in jail, ah. and I don't really have the time to do that it's <laughs> 659 with Bax and Nagel and now Bax's view from the couch brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware winter storm headquarters before and after the storm hey good morning sports fans how the heck are you Folks, remember back in 2017 when the Boston Celtics traded Isaiah Thomas, Jay Crowder, Anthony Zizek, and a first-round draft pick to the Cleveland Cavaliers so they could get their hands on Kyrie Irving? And you remember what happened? And, uh, because Kyrie could, because it happened because Kyrie couldn't stand playing in LeBron's shadow and demanded to be shipped off somewhere where he could be the hero. Okay, good. But do you remember exactly uh, it working out with the Celtics? Either do I, because it didn't. And why? Because Kyrie is a self-centered jerk. And what may and what and that may be why two years later the Celtics didn't exactly go out of their way to re-sign him when his contract expired. The man is a jerk, who then became the problem for the Brooklyn Nets, who despite all the talent on that roster, have been blown out of the first round of the playoffs three out of the last four years. That included him being unable to play home games after refusing to get vaccinated, believing the earth is flat, and sharing anti-Semitic videos on Instagram. The Brooklyn Nets have finally decided, hey, you know what? Maybe the Celtics and Cavaliers were right. Kyrie Irving is a jerk. And so this weekend, the Nets traded him. This time, he's been traded to Dallas, who apparently have spent no time betting his background before setting Dorian Finney-Smith, Spencer Dinwiddie, a first-round draft pick in 2029, and two second-round draft picks in 2027, and again in 2029 to get him. So here's my question. After spreading his toxic, self-centered garbage in every city that he's played during his career, how desperate and ignorant do you have to be to make that trade with the Brooklyn Nets? Yes, the guy can play, but he's a jackass. And he's proven himself to be a jackass in three separate uh, situations, which on paper should have worked out beautifully if he wasn't such a jackass. Does Mark Cuban ever pick up his phone and Google to learn who uh, learn these kind of things? Because apparently he's not doing something like that. But hey, never my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. When does grilling season end? Maybe after football season? No. Grilling is a year-round sport, and Rocky's is your grilling destination. Weber, Traeger, the Big Green Egg, Uni Pizza Ovens, plus all the grilling gear all year long at your neighborhood Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. So that's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield. 
Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 7-Eleven and ZZ Top with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Did you get it? I did. Yeah. (laughs) He's in the studio with us right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Having lunch with all kinds of mucky mucks around the uh, the fair town of East Longmeadow. Absolutely, it's uh, my sports pal Scott Cohen. And you picked up the check, which I is did. The, which was the best part. Yeah, no kidding. Well, how about that? Yeah, Steve. We had Bax and I went to lunch on Friday. I know. I <laughs> heard we, all about it. And we <laughs> talked. Your ears must have been on fire. We were talking about you. We were like talking crazy. about you all the time, man. I, uh, I, I I heard something as I was uh, sitting in my hot tub on Friday. <laughs> you heard that. Yeah, and uh, heard that. I was like, oh, I, I, they must be talking about mm. me. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, I, and I was like, you know what? It's freezing cold outside, but I am so thankful I'm not with Bax and Scott. Hey, right now. yeah. Well, it's, it's the same. Yeah. It's the same conversation I've had with myself. Like, I'm so glad I didn't go to lunch with Nagel, Barry Krieger, and Lapis, and uh, and so you and I can start our own. Uh, you know, it could be like group the of, uh, group uh, of phonies. Yeah, a little uh, um, uh, ladies who lunch, right? Yeah, something I, like that. I, that's why I mentioned. You know, it could be like you, me, Al Gag, Jim Vinnick, uh, uh, Jim Klein, Jim. Cl- oh, Cl- Jimbo would be a lot of Jimbo fun. Jimbo would be fun, right? Call uh, Mike Rattay up, see if he can. Uh, Mike Rattay feel himself away from his busy <laughs> schedule. Uh, uh, Tom Bavacqua, liquid lunch. Yeah, uh, yeah right. Yeah, that's there you a go. Oh, yeah, I'd be yeah. happy to have lunch. Live your old days of doing the news. I'd be happy to have some lunch with Tom Bavacqua. Oh. How fun would that be? That'd be great. Yeah, we'd so, have a great time. Somebody on the on uh, you know you obviously you you know I mean you go to the bathroom you post it on Facebook, uh, <laughs> so as do I. Um, but one of the well, that's because I do some pretty spectacular work. You do do spectacular work, as you say. You the show continues twenty four seven. So um, some someone on the thread said, uh, "How many phonies were there, and how many martinis did Scott have?" And I said, "At least two phonies," <laughs> and I had one martini. So that was it. <laughs> that was it. We both had one drink, and that was uh, that was enough. Yeah, we, we got to do. We, we should we should do that uh, monthly. You was, and I have always threatened it was nice. to get it was together fun. and. Maybe Steve can come next time. Monthly? Every 28 days or Every so? Every 28 that, days or so. You need, that, you need that salt intake, do you? Yeah. He didn't salt the rim this time, but he did order cocktails. Oh, I, I bet order he did. Cocktails. Yeah, I bet he did. Well, a bartender came over. We sat at the bar. Bartender yeah. at Center Square came over. She said, you got, can I get you guys something to drink? I looked at the backseat. said, we having a cocktail? And we both said, sure. Sure what the hell? Why not? So then we did. Yeah. Is this sports with Scott Cohen or? We're getting there. We're getting there. Let me tell easy. you about my day. Take Scott it easy. Cohen. Take it easy. Yeah. All right. The two of you. Listen, uh, it's Super Bowl Sunday uh, next week yep. or, or next Sunday. Next Sunday. Philadelphia, Kansas City. Philadelphia, I think, is a one point favorite. You know what? Anything can happen. Anything can happen. And as much as it pains me, I think that one point is right. The one point is is, is right. Is so it's your it's a so it's a pickem. It's other a words. it's a it's a pickem, and uh, I mean you could go either way. There's there's reasons to like both teams, and there's reasons to believe that both teams could blow it. Yep. So so that's such a wishy washy thing. But I mean I'm I'm gonna I'm leaning towards Philadelphia winning, even though I don't want them to. Right. I, I we we had a conversation on Friday with someone who came up to us, and you know it's like you know who do you who do you the question was who do you like in the game, and I said right back I go who do I like or who do I think's going to win, um, I think I probably like Kansas City more. Um, they're a little more familiar, and you know and look. 
uh, uh, Patrick Mahomes does the State Farm commercials, and he's he's great at that. So very likable character, uh, Andy Reid, um, the coach. But the you know, but people need to remember that the Eagles were the best team in the NFL consistently all year long, and um, and when they had their starting quarterback. When they didn't have them, they lost a couple of games. They were the best team all year, and and all and there's no reason in the world to think that that's going to be any different next Sunday. People hate teams from Philadelphia, and I appreciate that. But the, but I, <laughs> we but fully support that. We fully belief. support that 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 thought. But um, but no, I I you know, I think I, I I think the Eagles are are clearly the better team. Um, but I I don't know who's going to win the game. It's you know it's 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 hard to tell because you've got two teams with the same exact record four, yep. 14 and three going at it and I you know the only thing I think could potentially be against the Chiefs is the fact that Mahomes' leg has he's been got, has been hurt he's got a, issues a late injury in the season yep that's that's the only thing but you know. They've had injuries in Philadelphia too, so it, maybe that maybe that covers it. Maybe it doesn't. And that was one of the that was actually one of the smart things that <clears throat> that the Eagles did when they did lose a couple of games. You know, they um, uh, Hertz was hurt, and they sat him down, and they didn't make any any pretense or any bones about it. They they had their sights set on this coming Sunday, and they weren't going to do anything to him to uh, to risk that. And now he's completely healthy. And you're right, Mahomes has got some issues, but um, listen, they're going to still stick needles in whatever part of his body they need to to make the make the hurt go away. You so. watch the uh, the uh, the flag football action of the Pro Bowl All yesterday. Right, so here we go. Right, um, uh, a I I did not sit down and watch it. Um, I was up at uh, Northampton Country Club yesterday afternoon, and you know they had the golf on and the and the football on. So I was kind of like watching it out of the corner of my eye. And to be honest, I did not know that. Um, that it was going to be a flag football game. I really didn't. <clears throat> so I'm looking up and I'm like, what is going on over there? So um, so here's the thing. And it was just like, it, it's it's actually just like the Grammy Awards last night. Did you watch any of that? Um, no, I, I didn't watch the Grammys. I mean, I, I have a friend of mine who, who won a Grammy uh, last night. That's oh, the only no. thing I cared about. And then, then she, you know, she won and that was cool. So okay. that was it. So, um, so I, uh, you know, I think I, I don't know, I was watching, I guess, 60 Minutes or whatever, and all of a sudden the Grammy Awards come on, and the opening act, <clears throat> opening act was this, this young man who I had not even a clue who he was. <laughs> not even close. I'm like, you like, look, and you know, and we, ch- we have to pay attention because, you know, we talk about stuff. Yeah. And I'm just like, who is this guy? And so that so the Grammy Awards for somebody my age, for the most part, has nothing to do with me. So now back to the flag football game. You and I and and Steve, too, we can sit there and watch that and go like, what is this all about? You know, the Pro Bowl has historically been awful, awful, an awful thing to watch. Awful flag football turns the NFL into Battle of the Network stars. It does, but here's the thing, and this was the point that I was going to make. Remember back when we were kids, um, when, when I guess you two, when I was a kid, um, and Wide World of Sports was the big thing I do. on Saturday afternoons. 
And, you know, when they had, they would show you things that you didn't normally see, like, you know, track and field from Europe or, or you know, Olympic basketball prelim or whatever. And then there was also the motorcycles with the spike tires on ice. <laughs> and when you're a kid, when you're a kid, you think that that is the coolest friggin' thing in the world. Yeah. Meantime, your father and your grandfather are like, what kind of nonsense is this? <laughs> Get back to the track and field and the basketball. And you're like, no, no, this is the coolest thing. So that's what the flag football thing was yeah, yesterday. I, I totally agree. And, and when people, I, they loved it. And I knew this was coming. I mean, I when when they, they, they mentioned this months ago that they were going to change up the whole format. And, you know, they finally announced that it was going to be a flag football game. I said, what was the the football game at the Kennedy Compound too? You know, right. too competitive for people. Exactly. I mean, honestly, uh, that it, it was it was embar- It's an embarrassment. But Bex, there were f- uh, so when I was watching um, when I when I saw the TV thing in the distance, you know, my friend goes, "Oh yeah, look, you know, they're playing flag football." And then my so I was I watched a little of the game. Then I looked in the stands, and I'm like, "There's tons of people there." Yeah, fifty-eight thousand people showed up to watch these chuckleheads play flag football. But you, but you understand, and the, and the players got into right. it. Right, but you, but you know how that is. You get fifty-eight thousand people in the stands. They're all people that were put in in the place by all the sponsors of the Pro Bowl. Well, yeah, I mean, the, you, every seat is accounted for. It would be surprised. I would be surprised to know how many of those people in those stands were ticket paying fans. Well, you know, I, I I know I could tell by by watching a little bit of it, and then I think I saw some uh, you know replays of it this morning when I was getting sports together. the The players got into it. The fans were going bananas. What Pete uh, Pete Davidson was an honorary <laughs> captain for one team and Snoop Dogg for the other. It's like you know what this was something that you can sit there and, and get your arms around. Yeah. It, it was it looked like a lot of fun, better than the friggin' regular Pro Bowl. You know, if you were a flag football player, you'd be a sack leader. <laughs> <laughs> but it wouldn't mean what you think. It yeah, means. no, I think yeah. I mean, too. I think I coming from <laughs> you. Scott I think Cohen, I know. Scott the sack leader. I think I know exactly yeah. what what it means. Hey, uh, real quick, the uh, the Springfield Thunderbirds have knocked off Ooh. eight wins in a row. Yeah, and uh, you know, one in overtime. One in overtime. Uh, the Isotopes game. Yep. Uh, again. That's been nothing but good luck for them. No question. But an eight-win uh, run yep. for, for a team that's Fran- a strong franchise record, right? It's it's a franchise record. For a team that's struggled a little bit this, yep. this season, you know, they're finally back in the mix of stuff. So it's uh, that, that was a good stretch. If you want to, if, if you're interested in um, uh, the Thunderbirds hockey team at all, if you haven't been to a game, <clears throat> go, on, uh, go on Mass Live and, and look at the article that they wrote about the game yesterday and, like, Three quarters of the way down, there's a, a a Twitter highlight of the game-winning goal. That place went crazy. Oh yeah, and that that game was definitely worth the price of admission. So go check those guys out. The the last game we went to was the uh, the night uh, after the Mayflower Marathon, and mm-hmm. and every. <laughs> Every week since then, we awesome. my wife and I say we really should go back to a game because we had a blast. Every time, every time I've, you go, I've, I've been back uh, quite a few times. Yeah. I love going to those. It's games. I'm, I your kids go too, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we make it's a family fun family event. Yeah. yeah, no, they do a nice job with the presentation for sure. But eight wins in a row, that's eight, fantastic. Eight wins in a row, and the only real the only real uh, sports story from the weekend, the serious one was <clears throat> uh, the Nets traded Kyrie Irving to Dallas, and you know what? 
Everybody hates Kyrie Irving, just like everybody hates Colin Kaepernick, okay? It's the same kind of, of emotion. It, it is, believe me. For different reasons, though. For different reasons, but it's the same thing. It's the same thing. It's like, there's that guy. I don't care what he, what he did on the field or what he does on the court. I don't like him. That guy is supremely talented. There's no, there's no question he's supremely talented. Supremely talented. But the thing that he proves time and time again is he is he's a pain in the locker ass. room poison. He's a pain in the ass. He, the, the guy has a toxic personality, and it's not just against him and fans. It's against him and his own teammates. The guy couldn't handle being under you know uh, LeBron's shadow. He didn't necessarily do a great job in Boston. And then now, all of a sudden, the, uh, the the Nets couldn't wait to get rid of him. You know, there's there's a pattern that has developed, and you wonder: Does Mark Cuban, you know, ever look at Google or uh, or, or ever consider vetting what he's putting on his Mark team? Mark Cuban, this guy has proven time and time again he's toxic. He is, but you know what? When his when he's in the right situation and his head's on straight, the guy is a is a stud, and that's a huge pickup. For, for Dallas. But he hasn't been in the right situation where he's been worth it. Well, if this maybe this is is that situation and the Nets got a good uh, a good, you know, payback for him. They got a couple of players and draft picks. Um I've got, you know, again, listen, I don't have any skin in the game with Kyrie Irving, but um he he's going to that's going to be a great pickup for the Mavericks. All right. We'll uh, we'll talk to you next week. Talk about the uh, the Super Bowl. Sounds good. All right. Sack leader. Scott. Sack leader. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> it's 725 with Bax and Nagel and Scott Cohen on Rock 102. GG Inks. Screen 7 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's uh, going to be uh, pretty warm today. Sunny with a high of 47. And tomorrow, sunny with a high of 43. It's 28 right now in downtown Springfield. You miss uh, any part of today's show or any Bax and Nagel show, check out the daily podcast. It's available on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts, and on rock102.com. Also, Baxi's musical podcast this week, uh, my guest is Dave Roundtree, the drummer for Blur, one of the uh, the biggest-selling bands in U.K. history. Uh, He's got a brand-new solo record called Radio Songs. It's fantastic. But we also talk about him being an attorney, a a politician, a pilot, an animator. Yeah, yeah. And they just sold out Wembley Stadium. Blur is back. Uh, They sold out Wembley Stadium, 90,000 seats in two minutes. Pretty cool interview, and you can check that out today on rock102.com. Oh, looking forward to it. It's a good interview. Pretty proud. The last couple I've done, I'm, I'm pretty proud of. You should be proud of all of them. Yeah, but some I'm like, eh, that could have gone better. But some, it's like, yeah. wow, I did a fantastic job. You know, you can't uh, always have a Barbara Walters uh, style interview. I'm trying to make every single one of them cry. You're more of a uh, Alex Jones style interview for the most part. No, and then you no, get, every no, once no. in a while, you get that. Uh, that's not true. That listen, that's not true. Hey, all right. All right, uh, let's talk about Bruce Springsteen. And Dave Roundtree, what's the craziest thing that you believe deep in your soul? Yeah, the E Street Band wasn't really even a band, was it? <laughs> and they weren't, and none of them ever lived on E Street. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they went from D to G. G to G, and then they <laughs> skipped over. It's 729. News is next 
on Rock 102. Here's your Western Mass News first alert forecast. After the intense cold Friday and Saturday, much milder yesterday, and today we'll be back into the middle and upper 40s as well. We'll have sunshine mixed with clouds from time to time, a bit breezy later on, but a nice way to kick off the work week. But tonight, mainly clear and chilly, temps fall into the low to mid-20s. For tomorrow, sunshine, but clouds will increase in the afternoon. It's a little cooler with a high near 40. Then tomorrow night, we'll have some rain and snow showers, a very minor system moving through, perhaps some minor accumulations in the hills, less than an inch. And then for Wednesday, sunshine mixed with clouds were mild again with temperatures back in the middle and upper 40s. With your Western Mass News First Alert forecast, I'm meteorologist Dan Brown. You know, Steve, sub-zero temperatures mean nothing to the people of Springfield. And uh, while uh, Springfield winter may send a shiver down some people's spine, we've got a certain breed here for whom frosty winters warm their hearts. Built for the warriors of winter, Duncan Ice Coffee is here all season long. It doesn't matter whether it's 90 degrees or whether it's negative 10. An iced coffee is perfect anytime. That's right. This winter, go Duncan Iced or go home. America. Um, what, you, uh, but, 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 America but, runs on, on Duncan. Do you know what's going on in business in Western Mass? You do if you read Business West. Find out which companies are growing, which companies are innovating. Learn about people on the move, people taking the lead. Every issue of Business West is packed with business news, including incorporations, building permits, real estate transactions, and bankruptcies. Pick up a copy or read Business West online. The vital business news is in Business West, the business journal of Western Mass. Attention HVAC professionals, your skills and expertise are in high demand. Berkshire Heating and Air Conditioning is growing and looking for experienced technicians to join their team. If you like feeling appreciated for a job well done and being part of a family that works together, then Berkshire Heating and Air Conditioning in West Springfield is looking for you. Berkshire is offering competitive wages, excellent benefits, and signing bonuses ranging from $5,000 to $10,000 based on experience. Make your move to a better future. Apply today at BerkshireHeatingAndAirConditioning.com. Who knows grow? He knows grow. Brett, the owner of Nor'easter Organic Life Hydroponics, 515 College Highway in Southwick, where knowledge comes first and products come second. Need a professional eye to set up your indoor garden? Looking for pest management or irrigation expertise? Stop and see Brett. He knows grow. Deep discounts on lighting, nutrients, and grow kits. Nor'easter Organic Life Hydroponics. Check them out online at nor'easterorganiclife.com or like them on Facebook. 731 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Rent the all-electric Ionic 5 for 28 days. Includes insurance. Try it before you buy it. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Uh, thanks, Bax. Aircraft from the 104th Fighter Wing, Massachusetts Air National Guard, stationed at Barnes Air National Guard Base in Westfield, participated in the downing of a Chinese surveillance balloon off the South Carolina coast on Saturday. Oh, you hit the post. Ooh. How about that, huh? That's very good. I haven't done that since the 70s and 70s. That's right. Or the 80s, drive and five. <laughs> yeah. According to 104th uh, Fighter Wing Public Affairs Specialist Randall Burlingame, uh, U.S. fighter aircraft assigned to U.S. Northern Command were able to successfully bring down a high-altitude surveillance balloon launched by the People's Republic of China. Over Was the it US- a luft balloon? I don't think it was very luffed at all. It's uh, too bad. Over U.S. territorial waters in uh, U.S. airspace under the direction of President Biden. We're very proud to have taken part today, said Colonel David Moon, 
Halsai Kun, 104th Fighter Wing Commander. As part of our 24-7, 365 mission to protect the United States from aerial threats, we launched two F-15 Sea Eagles in support of the successful downing of the People's Republic of China surveillance balloon. It was actually red. It wasn't or it was white. It wasn't red. It was a white balloon. It was a white balloon. Yeah, white. Huh? A little bit damned. Who doesn't like Nina though? What happened to Nina? Is it Nina or Nina? I always thought it was uh, Nina. I like her. Yeah, I liked her too. Is she still alive? I think she is. You think so? I always liked the German version better. Is that uh, strange? Is that weird? I always thought that sounded better than the English version. Uh, Nina. Uh, let's see. <clears throat> Nina. No, she wasn't born on 1983. That's a different Nina. Yeah, that's totally different. N-E-N-A. Yeah. You got oh, N-E-N-A? Yeah. N-E-N-A. Oh, there she is. Yeah, she's and? Uh, 1960 she was born. No kidding. Yeah. Wow, she's only six years older than me. Yeah. She had quite the hits. She had hit. quite the hit. Just one, and it was a big one. You know what? I People who, I, the more I think about, you know, when they say, oh, that band never made it anywhere. They only had a one-hit wonder. Oh, they had a one-hit wonder. How many did you have? Yeah, right. One-hit wonder, which is better than most people. And what you wouldn't give to have one international hit that made you all kinds of big fat stacks of cash. Please. And then you blow it on hookers and cocaine. Yeah, I know. Uh, a bolo issued after a vehicle failed to stop for police in Chicopee uh, led to the narcotics and firearms arrest of a Springfield man in Holyoke on Thursday. One of those things you put around your kerchief when no, you're Boy Scouts? that's a, a be on the lookout. Oh, is that what that is? According to the Holyoke Police Captain Matthew Moriarty, Members of the Holyoke DEA task force witnessed a vehicle driving at a high rate of speed down Hampshire Street around 12.30 p.m. on Thursday. Another uh, lesson in the Steve Nagel College of Knowledge. Don't speed while you got a bunch of drugs in your car. You know, you would think that would be as clear as the nose on your face. Mm. But uh, so many people just don't get it. Of officials said the uh, vehicle matched the description of a vehicle that recently failed to stop for the Chicopee Police. Detectives and members of the DEA task force Followed the vehicle to Lyman Street where detectives detained the driver, 24-year-old Axel Torres of Springfield. What, oh, a, like, what a badass name that is. Like Axel, Axel Torres. Like Axel Foley from yeah. uh, Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah. Yeah. That's I mean, that sounds like a like a like a like the name of a like an action adventure uh character. Mm-hmm. I'm Axel Torres, and I'm pissed. I'm upset. Yeah, right. Uh, detectives say they located a Glock 9mm with an extended 30-round magazine containing 30 rounds of 9mm ammunition. Who's reading magazines these days? Yeah, who would have thought that a 30-round magazine would contain 30 rounds of ammunition? (laughs) That's a night of. They also located and seized over 1,000 baggies stamped Game of Death and Pandemonium of suspected heroin and fentanyl from inside the vehicle. Torres was arrested for his outstanding warrants, as well as several firearms and narcotics-related charges, including possession with intent to distribute and possession of a firearm without an FID card. 
Oh, no. You know, this, uh, again, I'm not really involved in the illegal uh, narcotics trade, and I realize how serious of a problem this is. But on the consumer end of this, if you were going to go buy drugs from a, from a, from a dealer, okay, and uh, he displayed a bunch of things, say, like in a, in a display case or, uh, you know, uh, like a briefcase or what have you, mm-hmm. and he uh, was offering... Uh, what is it called? Uh, the 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 crown of death is that what it is? Yeah, I believe it's called the crown of death. A- and something else. I'd probably go for something else. It, you know, like a, like something that says uh, that has death in the title is not the one I want to get. Give me the one that says like uh, uh, you know butterfly kisses or uh, <sighs> you know, uh, you know uh, comfortable socks. You know that like that would be the drug I would choose. The one that says death in the title. That's like yeah, that's that's. Well, it depends on how high. Too much you for me, get. huh? It depends I, on yeah. how high you want to. I don't want to get close to death. Yeah, you had like a sour patch kids. I'd totally eat that up. Yes, but if it did, like if it said the sour patch kids kids of death, you'd say, what else you got? Uh, the West Springfield Police Department is asking for the public uh, in their help identifying a man responsible for the unauthorized use of a credit card from a business on Riverdale Street. Could they be? Slightly more specific. Uh, according to the West Virginia Police, the unauthorized use uh, unauthorized use occurred on February second. Oh, Groundhog Day! I think I've heard this before. According to West Springfield, Springfield Police, the unauthorized use occurred on February second. And according to the West Springfield Police, yeah. the unauthorized use occurred on February second. But what do the West Springfield Police say? Well, according to them, the unauthorized use occurred on February second. Could have picked an easier sentence to repeat a hundred <laughs> times. Could, you could have. Anyone with any information is asked to contact Detective Gwinden of the West Springfield Police Department. Oh, that's a new one. I haven't heard Gwinden before. Now I've uh, heard of all the other ones. Right now, uh, riddle me this, Steve, because you you know you've you've lived in West Springfield before, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Riverdale Street. There aren't that many businesses on Riverdale Street, are there? No, not at all. There's Back, maybe one or two. It's like it's like a barren wasteland of nothing. I'm trying to figure out you know, where how do you, this how is. How do you do that? Well, well, you can't because it doesn't tell you what? which business you should be you, you should be mindful of. Yeah, but this looks like uh, what did he steal? Use a credit card. Okay, so this looks like a like a garage or some sort of shop. Because okay. it's got, as he's like in an office somewhere. It looks like a, like a counter that you purchase something at, but it doesn't look like a box store. It looks like maybe a, you know a truck repair business or something like that, or a place that may uh, repair tires or replace tires. Could be, could be a, mm. could be auto body. A, could be a, a sex collision sh- center. It could be a sex shop or anything in between. <laughs> Get- well, We'll never know. Certainly wouldn't want to know any details. Uh, Let's see. Uh, We we got some uh, stupid stuff to talk about here. Oh, Valentine's Day. Uh, If you propose at a Cracker Barrel, you could win free food for a year. That sounds like a threat. (laughs) If someone plans to propose over dinner, they may make a a reservation at the fanciest place in town, or they may go to a Cracker Barrel, and now there's that good reason why. You could get free food for a year if you choose to propose oh. at the Cracker Barrel. Yeah, that is a threat. You go to Cracker Barrel between this coming Friday and next Thursday. 
because you got a week to do this. Right. And propose. Technically, you don't even have to eat there. But it would kind of be a little weird to just walk in and propose and then just leave, right? <sighs> you have to film the proposal, making I, sure that Cracker Barrel is featured, and then post it on Instagram with the hashtags, hashtag I said yes at Cracker Barrel and hashtag contest. And you have to, ha- and you have to tag yeah. at Cracker Barrel to make sure they see it. All right. Well, in in all fairness, you know, I've been to a Cracker Barrel a couple of times, and every time I've been there, I wanted to leave. But mm-hmm. that's that's neither here nor there, and I didn't use uh, their facility to get down on one knee, unless well, it was to pick up to, a fork or or to go into the bathroom later on after the meal was over. <laughs> but that was getting down on all fours, <laughs> hey, hugging the porcelain, uh, praying to the porcelain god. Well, I was going to say barrel. I was driving the bus. Uh, I have not been to a Cracker Barrel in a long, long time. So, let's see. What do we? It's got the same menu? exact thing that it was the last time you all went. Right, select that one. Let's see what they got on the menu over there. Uh, breakfast all day, chicken and turkey. Ooh, beef and pork. Ready? Ooh, tips, tenders, and shrimp platter. Classics mm-hmm. platter. Mm-hmm. Skillet sirloin steak. Sure. Oh, these all look like a roast beef. Oh yeah, meatloaf. Oh, it's home. It's ho- ho- like it's like uh, going out to eat at home. I like uh, I like uh, hamburger steak, which is just a hamburger patty with mashed potatoes and broccoli. <laughs> <laughs> really getting inventive there. Yeah, the oh, they're stuff. going all out. Ooh, pot roast supper. Mm-hmm. Barrel cheeseburger with bacon. Ooh, was in a barrel. I don't know if I'd want that. I don't think it was actually in a barrel. They're just calling it that because it's at the Cracker Barrel. That's right. Hey, uh, I'm willing to. I'm willing to do a. I wonder if you can do a fake proposal. Like I'm not ready to get married yet, but what if I uh, take the girlfriend for a weekend? It's like, hey, honey, you want to go try to win free food for a year at the Cracker Barrel if I just propose to you? Yeah, they're not saying you got to get married. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, why can't you just say, hey, we just did this uh, just for the sole purpose of trying to win free food at a Cracker Barrel? Listen, I I know you fear commitment, but the only commitment here <laughs> is having to eat at the Cracker yeah, Barrel. Right, right. This is the most dangerous thing about this relationship. Is, is, <laughs> is I mean, even if you get to the point where you want to yeah. start you know, going to the Cracker Barrel with other people. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's time that we have... Uh, you know, roasted chicken with other people. And then she'll say to me, are you serious about the marriage thing? And I'll be like, honey, I'm not taking you to Applebee's. <laughs> I'm taking you to Cracker Barrel. This is a complete joke. It's it's not only... Well, I'm going to be serious about it. We go... <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, it's not only uh, dinner, but the gift shop. So many things to look at and buy. Yes. Yes. It's, it's beautiful. Look it's... at this. Uh, a bar puzzle. I can't get the ring off of this <laughs> other ring. Oh, uh, a back scratcher. A back scratcher. Back scratcher. Back scratcher. I think we got a date night for next Friday. That's a good idea. What do you think? Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today going to be sunny with a high of 47. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 43. It's 28 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. Beer. Hi, Pete. Rock. It's 7.50 and the Beatles with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Sunny and 47 today. It's 28 right now in downtown Springfield. Speaking of the uh, the Beatles, Pat Kelly and the Rock 102 road crew this Friday will be at uh, MGM Springfield at the Aria Ballroom from 7 to 9. Studio 2, the early Beatles tribute will be performing. You can stop by the Rock 102 table, register you for a chance to win great prizes. It's this Friday, 7 to 9 at the Aria Ballroom 
at uh, Free Music Friday with Pat Kelly and the road crew from Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. You were I, there on uh, Friday. I was there on Friday for Johnny Six Gun. Uh, what an incredible turnout for that. That was a great crowd. Came out for uh, Johnny Six Gun, who puts on a hell of a performance, by the way. Really? Yeah. Uh, did did uh, 10th Avenue freeze out right in the beginning, right mm-hmm. in one of, one of the first songs they did. It was like watching E Street Band. That's what it felt like. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, it was a it was a pretty good uh, turnout, and I encourage you to come down and see more of these because they're absolutely free. And they're going through uh, the whole month of February. Yeah, just just before they start getting ready for the uh, the Free Music Friday series in the in the spring and the summer. Spring and summer, yeah. yeah. So this is uh, this is a good alternative. So how about that? How about that? Are you ready? I am ready. All right. Now hear this with Bex and Nagel on Rock One Hundred Two. <laughs> You watch the Grammys last night, or are you too nah, busy I... watching that uh, flag football game? No, nah, I, uh, I was watching something totally different. Well, uh, last night at the Grammys, Madonna did a slightly obnoxious intro of Sam Smith and Kim Petras. Clearly, the crowd was not reacting the way she wanted. Here's mm-hmm. part of her drawn-out intro. Like, really drawn out. Okay. Are you ready for a little controversy? going to sleep over here. So, here's what I've learned after four decades in music. If they call you shocking, scandalous, troublesome, problematic, provocative, or Dangerous. Shut up and go on. Sam Smith is waiting. Onto something. Show us your boobs. That's where you make noise. Yeah. Thank you. Oh God. She's she's too much. I can't. Why is she even attempting to do anything anymore? She's obviously got millions of dollars. She could just kind of go away and just relax and. You know why, Steve? Because she's the kind of person who believes that she's never not relevant. And she's in a room with people who believe here's someone who is completely irrelevant. Well, I'm not saying she's not talented. She's very talented. I just said relevant. That has nothing to do with talent. Yeah, okay. As long as we're clarifying that. uh... (laughs) Good Lord. You know, I still have the, uh, the, uh, the last stapled issue of Playboy with Madonna. Oh, yeah. Madonna is in it. Yeah, I remember that. It was, uh, it was like Madonna, she was very uh, unkempt yeah. in that in she, those photos. She, she looked, looked very much like... <laughs> I was just going to say it. You... She looked like a long meadow paraprofessional. Yeah, yes, yeah, that's, it. that's it. That's it. You know, you can lead a dope to a joke, but you can't make them say it. Oh, I know, but you're like, you are in my head, Steve. Uh, uh, Lawmakers in Tennessee have introduced a bill to replace Columbus Day with Super Bowl Monday to give everyone a chance a day off after the big game. I'm all for it. I know. Most of the people are either hungover or they just don't want to come to work because the Super Bowl runs way into late hours. I think it'd be great. Well, I would participate in any day off. Why do we keep coming up with holidays? It almost seems like a backdoor way to cancel a real holiday. Yeah, 
cancel Columbus Day. What's the big deal about that? Yeah, we, I mean, you know, well, I mean, there are some people that would have a real problem with that. But I think given the choice between Columbus... Who's going to have a problem with canceling Columbus Day? Oh, there would be people. Uh, but given the choice between uh, a day that celebrates uh, Christopher Columbus or a day after the Super Bowl, I'd take the day after the Super Bowl any what? single day. And now that I think about it, why would you swap a holiday? Why wouldn't you just make an extra holiday? What's the point of most swapping of the, the holiday? Most of the people don't do a whole hell of a lot of work on that Monday after the Super Bowl anyway. No, that's what this guy was saying. Yeah. He was like, well, you know, people are hung over. It's not like you're getting much production out of them. It's not even about being hung over. It's also being about sleep deprived yeah. and unproductive. I would, um, we, we should take that day off. We'll yeah, never get but it, we, but we should take it. I don't think I have ever been off that day. I, seriously, in no. all the years that I've worked here, I've never been off the day after the Super Bowl because we have a job to do. And with without us coming to work uh, the following day, some of you would never even know. I used to have to, like, scramble to get clips. We oh, used to I know. play that contest, mm-hmm. you know, uh, guess the Super Bowl commercial, which is kind of obsolete now since they released the commercial six weeks leading oh, up to I the know. Super Bowl. I know. Anyway, uh, let's go on to another one. You ready? I'm ready. Uh, Doctors are claiming that an American man who never visited Ireland started speaking with an Irish accent after he was diagnosed with prostate cancer. Here is the 50-year-old talking before and after he found out about having the cancer. How do I love thee? Let me count the ways. Well, apparently about 1,400. Honey, I love you so very, very much. Thank you for all that you do for me. Another birthday. Time to take the old guy oath. Raise your right hand. Repeat the following. (laughs) Being of questionable mind and aging body, do solemnly declare myself an old guy. Uh, uh, Listen, I I know plenty. It sounds made up. I know plenty of guys who've uh, been through prostate cancer, didn't change their voice. Yeah. We're just happy that they made it through the prostate cancer part. Your voice didn't change because you have prostate cancer. I mean, for some, it might be like a little bit higher or a little bit lower. All depends on how bad the cancer was. Honey, what's the matter? Oh, I got to tell you, Margie, the potatoes are shrinking. The famine is coming. <laughs> Why is he talking like that? I don't know. Look, I, they got eyes growing on these potatoes down here. I have cancer of the shillelagh. <laughs> My Blarney stones. <laughs> cancer of the shillelagh. All right. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, uh, okay. that's that's quite the. Uh, yeah, you know we gotta yeah. get we gotta get some hate mail yeah, today. I'm sure you, you will. Know, My father had cancer <laughs> of the, the shillelagh. shillelagh. It's not so you funny, bastards. Is it? Well, there you go. It's 7.58, and that's now here this with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 8.11, and Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. You held on to that for four and a half minutes. I did. I was the whole time I was sitting here in the studio. Incredibly impressive. Uh, Sunny and 47 today, uh, sunny and 43 tomorrow. It's 28 in downtown Springfield. Now, uh, over the weekend, I did. I like to do that grocery shopping thing online where you order your groceries and then you just go pick them up. Sure. So uh, yesterday, uh, I obviously wasn't going to go out Saturday 
early to go pick up any groceries. That's way too cold. Wrong. Uh, yesterday, I was like, "All right, well, let me put a grocery order in." And then uh, my my girlfriend, who was who was uh, borrowing my my car, my uh, my van, uh, she said, "Hey, I'll go pick up the groceries for you since I got to bring the van back to you anyway later today." Okay. I said, oh, perfect. Hot chick bringing me grocery, a van full of groceries. Nothing wrong with Gotta that. I love that, right? <laughs> so uh, I put the order in, and then I realized, like after an hour, because I'm checking the update. Uh, and I'm, I'm going back. Well, I, there was no update. There was no messages or anything. And I go in. All of a sudden, I see uh, your pickup will be ready for 2 p.m. Uh, at Lincoln Street in Holyoke. Stop and shop. I'm like, what? Lincoln Street? Yeah. Okay. I'm like, okay, why did that happen? So then I go back. I was having problems with the app. There was there was some kind of uh, issue that I was having with with this particular app as it was like kind of glitching. Right. Trying to check for updates. There was no updates offered by the Apple Store, anything like that. So it, it, last week I had picked up groceries in Northampton because I was up that way. So I ordered the gro. Usually I go to the one in in Westfield, right on Main Street. Sure. But I had been up in in Northampton, so I put the order in up there, got the groceries there. Went to go change the location, and for some reason, every time I kept pressing the Westfield one, it would go, it would like sort of like like it was gonna do it, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden it would say, no, 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 you can't pick this one. They wouldn't say you couldn't pick it; it just wouldn't let you pick it. So then, interesting. I I once I got back to the main screen, it says pick up at fifty seven Main Street in in Westfield. So I put all the groceries in. Yeah. I uh, I I do all that. And I don't know why it's now saying Lincoln Street and Holyoke. So I call my girlfriend. I'm like, "Listen, I'm sorry to be a pain in the ass. If you don't want to do that, you don't have to." But she said, "No, no, I'll go. Get, I'll go to Holyoke and get the groceries for you." So she goes to Holyoke, gets the groceries. She gets there and she calls me and she goes, "Did they? Did they send you updates? Because the person here is telling me that uh, it, this is going to be a while, and and they told you via notification that uh, this grocery order wasn't going to be ready on time." Like, why would I send you there knowing that the thing wasn't going to be there on time? Right. Like, they haven't sent me anything. They didn't send me any kind of notification. So then they uh, they eventually, uh, she deals with that, and eventually she's waiting there for probably about a half an hour before they finally bring the order out. Okay. Right? So you get it home, and she she comes, I, I get all this stuff out of, the, out of the bag, and I'm looking, and now uh, my kids uh, are already putting all the stuff away. So I don't have time to look at the the sheet yet to see what I got and what I didn't. Okay. So then I'm like taking the sheet, walking around looking to make sure I got all the stuff because sometimes they don't put something in the bag. Hopefully that doesn't happen very often, but sometimes it does. But then I'm looking at the uh, the substitute, and uh, I was I was because they'll replace things for you if they don't have it. Yeah, the inventory so is like, different. Like if I ordered uh stop and shop uh half and half, let's just say. They were out of that. Instead, for the same price, they gave you the Land of Lakes half and half. Okay, fine. Fair that, enough. That's a good one. But yesterday I ordered for the kids cuz they like those caramel dips. They're like for apples. Oh, yeah, I've seen those. So you can buy, like, the apples with the snack packs, but I prefer cutting the fresh apples and then using my own little caramel cup. Sure. And uh, you can buy them in little, like, one-ounce cups. There's, like, six of them in a pack. 
So I ordered those. One ounce? Who's only going to have one ounce? Well, it's one ounce of snack. Oh. eating the apple along with it. Okay. It's like a caramel apple. I would need at least four or five of them. So then uh, I was like, wait a minute. Where's the car? And I see it on the list. It says out of stock caramel cup, right? Uh-huh. But then it says substitution below it. And it says substitution six-pack holy guacamole. <laughs> So I got six one-ounce cups of guacamole, and I'm like, you know, this is the problem with the online shopping. Is yeah. if like I'm in the store and they're out of something, I can at least look around and go, well, I guess I'll just take this instead. You know, like you can visually see the substitute. Sure, but the person doing the shopping, you know, at least you're not even in the right food group. You're not even like. <laughs> well, it's a. Well, it's one's considered. A, they're both dips. Yeah, but one's synthetic and one's <laughs> natural. You know, as natural ingredients versus like. Well, you, know, you, you assume it's natural. Well, I yeah, I don't know what kind of preserves they put inside the holy guacamole, but I'm just like, it, it just. I was confused, <laughs> and I was like, "Why? Why would you pick that? Like, you didn't even put like uh, snack packs. Let's right. say you put a pudding. You put pudding in there instead. At least." That's sweet. This is not. This is a completely different item. I don't like. It's not even anywhere close. Like you didn't even give me like yeah. like Nutella packets or you didn't. I was give, thinking the same. I was right. thinking the same thing. You know, right. at least at least with that you could dip an apple. No yeah. one's gonna dip an apple into guacamole. No, no. I I don't know, but I don't understand why you would unless choose your, unless your kids get like serious. You know, like. Yeah, personality disorders. I mean, that's the only reason you dip an apple into guacamole. Yes. Here, I know you have a personality disorder. Here's guacamole instead of the caramel you ordered. <laughs> not that cruel. Yeah, we're no kidding. But uh, my, and my kids will eat the guacamole, but not with apples. No. Like, you, you're going to eat that with a tortilla so chip. Do they, do they ever, when, when something is not, when they don't have something, Yeah. do they ever just text you and say, hey, here's a, a, you know, here's a list so, of things you could switch it out with so, so here's here's what i've have found out they do send you an email like but it, they send you an email like you know uh, half an hour before you're gonna pick the stuff up so you can at least see what you're not gonna get right. i didn't look at that and it, because it, to me it's like for the most part when they do have substitutions they usually you know substitute it with something pretty similar yeah. to it and sometimes you even get a better deal because they give you the brand name versus the store brand like, but the other thing yesterday was I ordered a was a pound of ground beef, ninety percent lean ground beef. Okay, right? They were out of that, so they gave me four hamburger patties, which is the same. Yeah, but mm, I don't know. It's just like the it's packaged. but it equaled a pound. It it was the and it was probably ninety percent. But that's what I'm talking about. At least they gave me a similar item, just in a different form. Like they did, but they didn't like give me a jar of caramel. Like, that would have been more efficient. Yeah. At least, okay, hey, like we can scoop the caramel out and put it in a dish and, you know, take an extra step doing it this way. See, but- I would think, like, texting you and saying, you know, we don't have the following items. You know, well, Do you want a substitution? Because if you don't, then they yeah. shouldn't. There was something wrong with the app. I don't know what, what the problem was Weird. with the app. But then, uh, so that... Yeah, it's, it confused guacamole with caramel. With- 
caramel sauce. No, but there's an actual person shopping for these items. They, yeah. they, they send uh, they send one of the workers out to go shop for these items. You got to do it like t- it's pretty convenient. It really is because it's, you know it's it sounds convenient, but you know the the, the and you're right. If if an app isn't working and from mm-hmm. from time to time, everyone knows this. I mean, an app won't do what it's supposed to do just because of whatever. I mean, there could be an update waiting or you know whatever. I had not the same kind of problem, but I had a problem with like a the app for uh, for Bueno Isana once, mm-hmm. and I and you know I I wanted to pick it up at Allen and Cooley, and instead it wanted to send me yeah far far away, oh, yeah. and I wasn't going to go far far away from my from my burrito, but it also on the app gives you a, a choice of you know choosing whatever you want or duplicating your last order. Uh huh. And I accidentally, one day, you know, we were gonna we were gonna get get something. I accident accidentally ordered like five times the amount I wanted because I was trying to get the app to work the, mm-hmm. the right way. And if I had if I had not caught myself before hitting send, yeah, I would have had about fifteen different burritos and thirty five bags of chips. I was able to cancel to that cancel before it, it happened, but you know, it's like sometimes it happens. Yeah, sometimes it uh, take me, like you just said, takes you to a place you don't want to go. The locations. I know, and and you know, Alan and Cooley would have been perfect for me, and, and uh, it still is from time to time. You know, I uh, I had to apologize. Going, I would never purposely send you to Lincoln Street in Holyoke on a Sunday afternoon. Not that there's anything wrong with Lincoln Street in Holyoke. Uh, no, uh, I would have preferred, uh, what's that but, other one? Route 5. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, Lincoln Street's uh, it's in the lovely part of town. It is a yeah. breathtaking uh, area. Yeah. Um, but, again, I really want to get into the mind of that shopper. Let's see. Maybe it was a teenage kid who probably just smoked a fat blunt out in the parking lot <laughs> picking up all those shopping carts out there. And he goes, oh, you know what, man? Caramel tastes good with apples. You know what really tastes good with apples? Guacamole, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's eight twenty-one with Bax and Nagel at Rock One Hundred Two. GG Inks Screen Printing and Embroidery. They print the shirt on your back. Heck, they make the Rock One Hundred Two shirts that we wear and give out to you at events. Find them online at gginks.com. G-G- rock One Hundred Two Springfield's Classic Rock. It's eight twenty-eight. And the Scorpions with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Going to be uh, sunny today with a high of 47. Tomorrow, sunny and a high of 43. Looking at 28 right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, later on this week, uh, Dr. Sadie Allison, tomorrow. America's pleasure tomorrow coach. On tomorrow the on the show? Tomorrow on the show. Really? Yeah. Mm, how about that? What time are we uh, talking to her? 8 o'clock. No kidding. Yeah, how about that? She sent us a bunch of uh, implements of pleasure. Uh, which uh, you know we have not brought home, so there's no way for us to uh, to tell her that uh, they work or did not work. But well, nevertheless, no, we discuss it with her. She tells us how to use it, and then we go home. And then we go home. Yeah, and then uh, and uh, but uh, quite a quite a haul this year. Just split between uh, two ways. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's yeah. More, more dildos in that box than there are sitting in the studio. Tell you that. Yeah, <laughs> that's like a dildo joke. It is. Anyway, yeah. So that's uh, tomorrow on the show, Doctor Sadie Allison. Yeah, it is uh, the big Valentine's Day this week. Yeah. Yeah. Well, next week. Oh, yeah, that's right. It is next week. You got a whole extra oh, thank, week. Thank God. I thought it was like Friday. 
You're not putting a lot of pressure on yourself, are you? No, I'm not. And, uh, and, and, and no one's putting a lot of pressure on you, right? Oh, no. No. Not at all. Okay. Not at all. Because you don't want that. You don't want pressure. Pressure makes it difficult. No, I'm telling you. I'm going, uh, we're going to do a fake proposal at the Cracker Barrel to get free food for a year. I think that's a great idea. Why not? Yeah. I mean, there's nothing to Will do with whether or not- you fake marry me for uh, sausage, biscuits, and gravy? You know what? If uh, if uh, I would have proposed years in advance, had I known that uh, there were sausage and biscuits uh, coming up, yeah, absolutely. You know? And again, yeah. it's not really about commitment to the relationship; it's about the commitment to the Cracker Barrel. Oh, no. Uh, listen, uh, the free food for a year could last as long as the as the engagement does. So, you know. Why, why not take the chance? That's what I'm talking yeah, about. Make sure you're eating your corn and your peas and your chicken pot pies. Right. And your, and your uh, all kinds of other comfort foods that they have at the Cracker Barrel. All An you got to do is propose to somebody. You get down on one knee at the at the Cracker Barrel mm-hmm. and you're eating there for a year. Psh, easy. I've been down on a knee in a Cracker Barrel before and it wasn't to propose to somebody. But <laughs> it was to hold my gut. You know, um... What does uh, a year of food at the Cracker Barrel really entail? Because I've gone many years in between visits to the Cracker well, Barrel. I've always wondered, like, when you they say, like, you're going to get a year's supply of something or you're going to get a year of free this, what does that really mean? Yeah. What, because- and who is that to determine what that amount is? I mean, obviously, there's a rule. Yeah. I mean, could I go every single day to the Cracker Barrel and get my food you or is it like like once a week what are the stipulations well you remember that uh, that kid we had on here years ago who did the he did the pasta at the olive garden and he yeah. was getting free pasta at the olive garden and he always got he always had it uh, you know leftovers so he was eating you know the the, the ever never ending pasta the cracker at, at that place forever the Olive Garden. The Olive Garden. Yeah, Never-ending pasta, and he would go there every day. And he would, <laughs> and he would tell us how many, how much pasta he would eat. Yeah, and they would, they would wait for his cue, and then he'd tell them, "Yes, more pasta," and you could get all different kinds. And uh, I believe he gained quite a bit of weight, and then lost a lot of weight once he stopped oh, yeah. eating at the Olive Garden. But the only reason he stopped eating at the Olive Garden yeah. is when they told him to stop coming to the Olive Garden. Yeah, I believe they caught on to his little scam. It wasn't a scam. He bought the pass. He bought it yeah. was it was like a it was like a finite number of passes that you could buy that Olive Garden was giving out. This guy here in East Longmeadow got one and he uh he went to town. He t- he got his money's worth out oh, of that yeah. pass. He he used the hell out of it. Good for him. Yeah. We should do that. It's 8:32. News is next on Rock 102. Here's your 8:35. With Bax and Nagel on Rock 102, it's time for news. Brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Rent the all-electric Ionic 5 for 28 days. It includes insurance. Try it before you buy it. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Uh, thanks, Bax. Israel is sending humanitarian aid to Syria, a country it is formerly at war, uh, war with. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu said Monday following the devastating earthquake that hit Turkey near the Syrian border. Israel had received the uh, aid request from the diplomatic element without specifying who the diplomats were. Israel and Syria have no formal relations. Uh, 1,800 people are dead from this earthquake. They were showing the Turkey this morning. video this morning. It's just that uh, it looks unbelievable. A 7.8 magnitude earthquake. That is a big one, man. It is.
Well, what was it? The one in San Francisco was like seven point one, right? I don't, re- I don't remember, but that's a, it's it, the, the the. I mean, they're showing pictures of of buildings just completely collapsing. Yeah. Really it, frightening. And a three point eight magnitude earthquake hit near Buffalo this morning at six fifteen a.m., rattling houses and waking up Western New Yorkers. Felt like a car hit my house in Buffalo. Tweeted Erie County Executive Mark Polunkars. I jumped out of bed. Paul and Carr said there had been no reports of damage. The quake was centered about four miles east of Buffalo and happened about two miles underground, according to the USGS. They have received more than 2,500 reports from people who say they felt the quake, including Niagara Falls, Rochester, and southern Ontario. Remember that time uh, we were on the uh, tornado and we experienced the earthquake that we didn't know happened? I do. We were at uh, Six Flags at the time. Riding... The tornado ride. Riding the tornado between you, me, uh, that one guy, and uh, former mayor Greg Neffinger. Of West Springfield. Of West Springfield. And all our bare toes were touching each other. Yeah, uh, never, never want to repeat that again. Gross. Uh, on Saturday evening, uh, Western Mass News stopped by two warming centers and learned the need for these facilities can be more common than we think. When it's cold outside, yeah, people want to be warm. When you get to a, a day like you had, uh, you know, Friday and Saturday, where it gets a bitterly cold, warmth, yeah, is usually one of the top three things that people think about. Frigid temperatures made their way through Western Mass this weekend. The first alert meteorologist at Western Mass News tracked wind chills well below zero. In Holyoke, the city held a pop-up shelter at Providence Ministries on Hamilton Street. Jeannie Adamzik, the executive director of Providence Ministries, shared some of the resources available to people with the doors open at 5 p.m. on Friday and Saturday. We're going to give them a hot meal, all the snacks they can eat. Uh, They get a warm shelter, change of clothing, extra outfit if they need one. Uh, then they go out and get a nice safe place to sleep and a nice breakfast on the morning before going back out. Sounds like a pretty sweet deal to me. Sounds like a great deal. As inflation and rising costs of utilities impact many, Adamzik expresses how they help people through different situations this winter season. Some people have lost their jobs. Some people have lost their apartments or they come uh, to, uh, they become too expensive and they haven't been able to get anything that is affordable for them. So we try to help provide them with that. Well, that's a pretty that's good nice. deal. Yeah. But I just found it odd that Western Mass News was surprised at the fact that people would need warmth in such frigid cold temperatures. Mm, mm-hmm. Well, this is why uh, you, you have to rely on them to tell you that you need things like coats and gloves and mm-hmm. warm socks. Yeah. Kind of like uh, like if you're, say, your pipes are frozen or burst. All the many things you can do to make sure that never happens again. Of course, they tell you when it's 47 degrees the following day, but nevertheless. I'm a... Uh, we're pretty lucky. I didn't have that kind of problem with the burst pipe. Oh. That would be a pain in the ass. Listen, uh, I'm not going to name names or name or uh, you know point fingers, but we uh, we had a date yesterday with some friends for lunch, and we were going to go to a certain restaurant which we enjoy quite a lot, mm-hmm. and they were close. I'm not even going to say, but they were closed because. Of a burst pipe. Ah, see, that sucks. And I, you know, you know, the thing is, you know, you you get all excited for like the one place because you know what you're going to get. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, I can't wait to get that again. And all of a sudden, you find out, oh no, wait, they're closed because of a burst pipe. Well, then you got to repivot. You got you got to pivot to another idea, you know, to like another place to go. I don't want another place to go. I wanted to go to that other place. 
So we want them going to a place that had, uh, you know, uh, new pipes. Well, where'd you Unburst. go? We went to Cal's. Oh, over in West Springfield. Which was fine. Was yeah. Delicious. Had a nice time. But still, it was not choice number one, but it was a good choice number two. I missed choice number one. All right. Well, we'll never know what choice number one no, was. I'm you not, wanna, no, I'm not going to say it. Because I, 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 I don't want to ever point a, uh, a, 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 a negative finger at them. Ever. Last week, uh, the Pope's official Twitter account posted and deleted a tweet praising the middle finger. It was all very innocent, though. He wasn't really telling Catholics to flip each other off more. It started with a speech he gave in the Congo last Thursday, where he talked about how the five digits on your hand represent five essential things in life. For example, your thumb represents prayer, and your pinky means service. Mm -hmm. Well, whoever runs his Twitter account summarized each one online, but eventually yanked the post down after people had fun with the one about the middle finger. The post said it represents honesty because it's higher than your other fingers. So in the comments, people were promising to flip people off more. Well, you know, uh, is he wrong? Do this in memory of me. <laughs> <laughs> the best. You ever see that uh, that video of uh, Mister Rogers, and he's singing a song about yeah. you know, fingers? Oh yeah, and, and he does, and, and yeah. he does like not only like you know chucks one finger, he's got both of them up. Yeah, and you you know when you screenshot that, you're thinking, my God, you can't even imagine. The Pope or Mr. Rogers or Mother Teresa chucking the bird at anybody. Yeah. But yet there they are. Well, they're flipping human. people off. They're humans just like the rest of us. That's right. The best response came from, well, this is according to this report. The best response came from someone in New York who said, quote, I'm doing the Lord's work driving on the Belt Parkway this morning. You get it? Because he's living the finger all the time. Right. Uh, do you want to know what each finger means? Because I have them. Oh, if you got it available, sure. Thumb is your prayer finger. Okay. The finger closest to the heart symbolizes prayer, which is the driving force in your life. Do not speak to Jesus like some far-off being who inspires awe and fear, but rather as your best friend, someone who has given his life for you. Jesus knows you. He believes in you. Mm-hmm. Jesus is just all right with me. I'll tell you that. Jesus. And he loves you. Yes, always. he does. Yes, he does. I'm going to treat Jesus like my best friend. <laughs> we, we doing bong hits later today? <laughs> you, hey, you, blow, you blow off school and play uh, you know, uh, Mario Kart all afternoon? I'm kind of hungry, man. Can you like uh, break off some of that, uh, that skin on you? Turn it into bread again like you did that last time? Remember you did that one time? That yeah. was awesome. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, your forefinger. You, you and Jesus are making nachos all day? Yeah. Hey, you know, you can believe this. It's so lucky. Only a miracle could happen. My dad actually ordered a bunch of snack packs of guacamole. Yeah, let's go, dude. <laughs> Holy guacamole. Uh, the second finger, the forefinger. Yes. Right? That's uh, the point things out to others, others, the community. This is the second ingredient. Dear friends, do not ruin your youth by becoming isolated and closed in on yourselves. Beware the temptation to point a finger at someone to exclude another person that he or she is different. Okay. Middle finger. That's the honesty one. That's the one I'm giving you right now. Hard to misinterpret that one. Uh, it is higher than the others, as if to remind us of something essential. It is the key ingredient for a future worthy of great expectations, and that is honesty. I honestly feel like sticking my finger up at you right now. 
Again, it's like, yeah, how do you how can you deny that? The ring finger signifies forgiveness. It and anybody does. who's been married knows that's the truth. Am I right? Am I right, Baxi? I don't know, Steve. You can have a ring in that finger and never let go of that uh, of that uh, anger. Uh, the ring finger. If you think about it, the ring finger is also the weakest finger. Anybody who's been married knows that truth. That's they the right, Yeah. <laughs> uh, above all, uh, involve weakness, weariness, and hardship. It reminds us of all those things. These have to be accepted, confronted with patience and trust, and yada yada yada, and that's. But really, people are going nuts over it. Your pinky finger is for service. It is? Yeah. You may be tempted to say, but I'm so little, and whatever good can I do is a drop in the ocean. Boy, did I have that wrong. I had that middle, that little pinky finger. Yeah. It's the one that goes right up the nose to grab those nuggets that are way back there. You oh, can't the ones even that reach. stick in there. Oh, yeah. It's like it's shellacked to the oh, inside I, of your nose canal. I'm, I'm going into that thing like I'm at, uh, you know, Tommy Van Scoy's Diamond Mind. Those who serve themselves make little, like a tiny seed. They seem to be swallowed up in the earth, and yet they bring forth fruit. Jesus tells us that service is the force that transforms the world. Hmm. All right. The more you know. They don't mention the stink finger on here. I'm wondering what that word that was. I don't know. I don't, I, that could be any finger. <laughs> any finger is a stink finger. All fingers stink can be finger stinky. If you want it to be. Your Pioneer Valley forecast today, sunny with a high of 47. Uh, tomorrow, sunny with a high of 43. It's 29 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Ah, yeah. It's been a busy year for Hampshire Fire Protection, installing, servicing, and inspecting fire sprinkler systems throughout Western Mass and Northern Connecticut. And if you're a licensed sprinkler fitter, they want to talk to you. HFP has openings in their installations and service departments. And bo- Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 851 and Nirvana with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Going to be uh, sunny and 47 today and sunny and 43 tomorrow. It's 29 in downtown Springfield. We mentioned this earlier, but uh, Rock 102 and Dave Miner Exterior Home Improvements want to hook you up for the big game. You could score a $100 gift certificate to the Hangar Pub and Grill, a $100 gift certificate to Bertelli's Liquors, and a solo stove ranger, courtesy of Bud Light, the official beer of the NFL. Go to rock102.com. And sign up for your chance to win. We'll choose a winner at, at uh, on February 10th. The big game hookup brought to you by Dave Miner Exterior Home Improvements and Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. You got, uh, you got anything on tap for um, as far as snacks go for the Super Bowl? You know, I like to uh, make a variety of dips. Been, yeah. I've been into like making like a lot of hummus. I make a good hummus. Hummus. I make a good hummus. Right. I can see hummus. I uh, I like to do. Uh, I don't mind a good guacamole. I like uh, like lots of chicken and plenty of drinks. I uh, every once in a while I get like on a kick of something. Yeah, and I really want to have beer cheese again. Dude, I j- literally just made yeah. beer cheese on like Friday. Yeah, it, it was. Uh, I I've been having. Like, when we go out now, I've been e- I've been eating like pretzels. Oh yeah, you know, like the big pretzels, mm-hmm. and a lot of places have those now. And uh, the the beer cheese is so good with that stuff. I want to make my own. Oh, you got to make your own. Yeah. It's the best way to do it. Yeah, you use beer to make it. I used beer. Is it like a certain kind? Like I know, like when you when I cook like the corned beef, I have to, I use like a stout. Because that's usually the better uh, flavor uh, I that think you get it, out of it. I think a corned beef stout makes sense, but I think that's a little too heavy for beer cheese. So you just want like a like a Bud Light or a, or something? You know. Maybe something a little bit a little bit heavier. I used like a um, uh, like a Heineken. 
Heineken would work. Something a little bit more, mm-hmm. uh, a, a little bit stronger, a little skunkier than say, yeah, like a like a Bud Light, right? But yeah, you know, I made a roux, then I used the the beer, and then I put a little bit of milk uh, in there, and then I just piled on the cheese. Sounds good, dude. It came out perfect. It came out perfect. And you know, the thing is, you make a lot of it. That's yeah. You almost make more than you can eat. But, uh, oh, so good. I'm looking at jalapeno poppers. That's one. Yeah, that's good. Pizza dip. This actually sounds pretty good. Yeah. It's got uh, layers of marinara, cheese, and your favorite pizza toppings. You know, it's basically just a bunch of stuff melted in a bowl. You know what I made one year that was so damn good? Mm. So damn good. It was like a Reuben roll. Oh, a Reuben roll. Okay. So mm-hmm. I used like uh, wonton skins. Yeah. Use the corned beef, a little bit of uh, sauerkraut. Mm-hmm. Some uh, a, a little bit of uh, Thousand Island dressing. Yeah. Rolled it up like an egg roll Ooh. and then deep fried it. <gasps> that sounds delicious. Boy. Here you that go. That was good. Pull apart pigs in a blanket. It's kind of like a big uh, cinnamon roll looking type of bread. Like with, a monkey bread. Yeah, but with, 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 oh, man. With a little hot dog. Little, little, little smokies. I love those things. That's good. Yeah, spinach dip. Damn it. I'm not a big spinach dip fan. I like it. It's, it depends. It has to be in a right the right setting. Like I make an artichoke dip. It's actually quite good. And you would think artichokes. What kind of man are you? No, I love it. Caramelized onion dip. Oh, oh, that yeah. sounds that's, good. That's the way to do it. It right takes there. like a couple of hours to prepare because you got to caramelize the onions. And you got to use a lot of onions. You know, I did that for the first time uh, a few weeks ago. Caramelized onions. You've never done that before? Well, I have a... I have a um, most of my cooking, I use like the you know the regular pots and pans. Yeah, but I have this cast iron skillet, and uh, I had read this recipe about making caramelized onions, and I'm like, and it takes like an hour. It takes like a good hour to yeah, make. Yeah, it takes them. takes time to do it right. And uh, I learned new things like how to deglaze a pan, and you know what that is? Yeah, I do. Where you put the water in at the end, and it kind of just gets up all that gooey and, and it yeah. makes the sugar and all that. It's so good. It so, is. And it's not that hard to do. It's just time consuming. Yeah. I've trashed my uh, my cast iron pan. Trashed it. I gotta I gotta find a way to restore that thing and bet and, and and quick. Yeah. You have to. Yeah, I know. Pickles. Fried pickles. I do like that. Yeah. The best fried pickle I had was down in Pennsylvania at that uh Pimonte Brothers sandwich. Remember, I was telling you about the place with the sandwiches, and they give this. They put coleslaw and uh, French the... fry, French coleslaw and French fries on top of the sandwich. Yeah. Well, they also we had fried pickles, and they were like full, like spears of pickles, oh, and they had God. like the breading on it was like you know the breading that you get, that you get from like a Chinese restaurant when they use the chicken fingers. Yeah, kind of like that. What is is that beer batter? Is that what that is? Or a tempura? No, 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 no. I'm talking about like the smooth. Tempura's yeah. got like, is like breadcrumbs almost. No, no. Uh, tempura is like a like a like a smooth batter. Hang on a second. No, it's not tempura. I'm looking at it right now. It's kind of like uh, it's almost like panko or or whatever. It's bread. It's bread crummy look. All I'm right. talking about like a batter, like the chicken <clears throat> finger that it's like a smooth batter to it. Okay, yeah. I don't think Delicious. that's tempura. Though. I think that's tempura. I could be wrong. I mean, I'm always willing to be uh, proven wrong on that one. Well, as my favorite uh, character on the Maury show said, one said, uh, I beg to defer. You know, 
people, uh, you know, people go all out mm-hmm. on some of their parties. Yeah. You know, it's just going to be the two of us. I would like to make a lot of food, but, but it's you, really just really the two a, of us. Yeah. Well, so, you know, I got to kind of pick and choose which ones I want to do. See, this is why you need to go to a party so you can experience all the different. Uh, you know, my problem is with a, with a Super Bowl party is you go to the Super Bowl party mm-hmm. and everybody wants to talk and have conversations. You're not really getting a chance to watch the game, too. I kind of want to watch the game. Especially this, Because it's going to be a good game. That's part of the whole experience. Yeah, the whole experience of the the game, of the Super Bowl, is to get uh, all messed up on all kinds of booze and and, and, then shove bacon shrimp skewers down your throat. If it were more than just uh, myself and Jenny, what I would really love to do, you know, if you really want to go out, pig roast. For a Super Bowl party. Now uh, you're talking. Oh, uh, you could do that at your house. I know. Here, here, this is what you do. You start today. You make one dip per day, and that's your meal for tonight. And then on Sunday, you have leftovers of all of that meal, and you have your own little Super Bowl party. Do you want to eat a dip that was made on Monday on a Sunday? Well, you make the ones that are like, like the cheese dip. Cheese, cheese will dip. stay good. Cheese dip will last. Yeah. But anything that's, say, sour cream based is going to separate and get, nast- get nasty. I'm just trying to help you out here and make sure you have a good Super Bowl party. I be- hey, listen, and I appreciate it. I, Don't can, think- I can come over if you want. I can bring some sausage pinwheels with me. Oh, my God. Or grilled good. corn guacamole. I was going to bring some caramel, but I... <laughs> Have the excess guacamole now. Steve, how'd you get all this guacamole in individually wrapped containers? Oh, you must have had grocery pickup at Stop and Shop in Holyoke. <laughs> it's 859 with Bax and Nangle on Rock 102.